0: Welcome to the Calabici Fashion Cast. I'm Claire, and yes, as you can tell, I'm wearing a beautiful um, <laughs> sweatshirt and some jeans. Joining me is Tammy. Tammy, what are you wearing? We are a fashion podcast. Like my fashion? Um, mm-hmm. It's hot
1: here in Florida, so I'm wearing shorts and a shirt. Cause lovely, I love it. It's I well, I'm hot. I guess it's not. It's not as hot as it's been, but for me, I'm still maybe. Um, maybe it's that uh, season of my life where sometimes I'm just hot. <laughs> so <Fair enough.
0: laughs> I feel like I'm there. Except I was so cold today. I'm wearing like four legs. Yeah, oh yeah, very cold
1: yeah. It's a it's yeah. a mix.
0: <laughs> Welcome and, uh, to menopause I'm just doing... talk. Oh, seriously. Yeah, sorry, Brad.
2: You're out. (laughs) No, I'm I'm Um, in Florida and I don't approve of it. So, no, I had the air conditioner off for one day this week. uh, But it is back on full blast. Absolutely. um, As it should be at all times. Um, But I'm just, you know, something simple. I'm just wearing like a, you know, like top hat and tie and tails. You know, know, casual. Nice. Casual. Always.
1: I sent Brad and Claire a picture of Kermit the Frog dressed to the nines this week. I was like, who is this fancy Kermit just walking in a fall? <laughs> and I was like, and Hashtag also, not my Kermit. <laughs> why am I not following Kermit's Instagram account? <laughs> Is this what he does? Does oh, he just dude. show off fashions? Cool. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, so this week, we are going to cover episode five of season two, One Night in Koreatown. Uh, so... Let's start off with a sixty-second summary. Okay. Not me.
2: Oh. All of our names are in a device. <laughs> Alexa, open sixty-second summary.
0: Okay, let me pick Tammy. Oh my
1: God.
2: Yay! Uh, I know it's gonna be a hard one. That was a very hard part. It. Yeah. Oh my God. It's fine. It is fine. Tammy, take a moment cut collect your thoughts. Think about what happened in this episode. What were people doing? What were they wearing? Oh. Uh, <laughs> what were they wearing? What were they wearing? What was Ian wearing? Uh, what, you know, what? What? What about some of these sneakers? Uh, whatever you need to discuss this episode in as much detail as possible without going over one minute or ridiculously under because then you would be, uh, oh boy. Uh You'd- be a cougar, Beth chump, you, you would be a yeah, you would be an inappropriate age <laughs> gap senior citizen chump. <laughs> All right, and you will be going in three, two, one, go.
1: Uh, so this uh episode takes place in April 29th, 1992. I did not even have to wait for them to say the date, I already knew when it was. It was during the LA riots, and I <laughs> Ben leaves into Koreatown, where he actually knows Korean to the point where the father's like, when did you learn Korean? Which I love. (laughs) Uh, Yes, there are sneakers everywhere. We uh, have to watch Magic go through a hard time, which is not great. Um, Got a lot of feels about this episode. Uh, But yeah, so Ben has to basically save an entire family from being killed. Uh, And we have Magic struggling with alcoholism. And also, uh, did I scream at my TV? i knew it when beth came on yes yes i did um even though it's inappropriate i knew that's who they were setting him up with (laughs) uh and she does not like the alcohol uh so she just stops by all right that's it one minute yeah she just stops by in
2: the middle of their work day in a secret uh, you know, place. I mean, her husband, like, kind of, you know, built that place from the ground up. I feel like she gets a pass. She,
0: do- she does, I'm but amazed it's just that so she funny. She can get around by herself so easily when she's, like, 150.
2: <laughs> Seriously.
1: Oh. oh yeah, when I saw it, I was like, I knew it, but also I was like, oh, is she, how old, <laughs> what is the age gap? <laughs> Uh, so, so crazy,
0: Claire. Hello. Here's fun facts, right, guys? Give them to me, <laughs> guys. On IMDb this week, guess what? That's right. There are no fun facts. But the goof troop has have two ridiculous goofs. Okay, are you ready, Brad? One is no. your favourite type of goop, I will no. just say. Okay? No. It's a factual no. error, Brad. Oh, is boy. it? Is, at, is, at, it yes. is it? It's very serious, it's so serious that someone got on the internet to write this down, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> at 3817, despite being a hologram, magic can be seen to make a shadow <laughs> on the paper. T- <laughs> beside the ambulance and the overturned <laughs> publishing.
2: Okay, so here's the other thing. Like, you know, on the old <laughs> show, they pointed out, like, a shadow. That's because somebody's watched these episodes over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. These are brand new episodes. That means, like, somebody is on shadow detail. Like, yes. going through frame by frame, looking for shadows. And I just want to yeah. say to that person, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Get a Why? fucking life. Seriously. Um, and
1: I'm going to say, I'm going to make a guess that this person is from the UK that's on shadow duty. Because they said, mm. over Turned rubbish bin.
0: And they said, "Oh,
2: not side." Exactly. Yeah. Claire, Claire. Yeah. It was I me. Need- <laughs> Claire. <laughs> Is it not enough? Is it not enough? What you've done to this world, your people? Is it not enough? Now you're. Now you got to do this. I mean, no. Uh... <laughs> I mean, there was all the colonialism.
1: This was the great British Bake Off
2: Mexican Week. Oh, and God, now no. this. Yes, there was our music charts. No, they weren't because those aren't real.
0: <laughs> Brad, would you like another um, another goof from the sure. goof troop that yeah. proves they didn't watch the episode? Uh,
2: Ready? Because well, they were too busy looking for shadows.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, one one person found this goof interesting out of seven. Okay. <laughs> Apart from the time just after Ben leaped, Jin speaks English to his sons. With them all being Korean, they would speak their native tongue to one another, what? except for perhaps in front of the customers. What? Now, can I just oh. point out at one point, Ben speaks Korean, and Jin is like, Wait, why did you learn Korean? <laughs> Meaning he doesn't speak Korean. Goof true.
2: Yeah. Oh, that that we just, just the, the that inherent episode. racism of, yeah. of the Goop <laughs> is just uh, too powerful to overcome what they actually saw in the episode.
1: Um, and there were no reviews this week. Usually there's at least one. No user reviews yet. No. <laughs> I Like for Aww. this episode,
0: I'm like, what? Weird. Uh, Are right. you ready for yes, some miscellaneous you. trivia? Okay, this is from the Quantum Writers. Oh, wow, one of these is really big. Uh, that one, I, I um, think it's
1: more just history. I don't know if you need to read that one. Okay. Oh, i just lost it. Hang
0: on. Okay, Ernie Hudson is... Uh, Hudson? Ernie Hudson is from Michigan, so we decided that Magic would be in Detroit in 1967. What we didn't know at the time of writing the episode was that Ernie was in Detroit as well during the long, hot summer of 1967. Talk <laughs> about a coincidence! Wow.
1: <laughs> that was
0: my favourite. <laughs> Whoa,
1: what a coinky dink.
0: Oh. oh, right. The three extras on the rooftop are played by legendary stunt actors Simon Ree, Philip Ree, and Jeff Imada! Exclamation point! <laughs> Raymond and C.S. Lee. I have to check who who, he, who they played. Raymond and C.S. Lee have such great on-screen chemistry as father and son. There you go. Oh, I guess there we go. Don't you think that's because they're actually friends and golfing buddies in real life? <laughs> Annalisa Vélez won us over in her audition because of the wry sense of humour she brought to the role. We can't get enough of her! (laughs) Season 2, Episode 5, was shot entirely on the backlot. Yes, yes, I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, I can tell. The street scenes in Episode 5 were shot on the same street as the Ninja Warrior course. (laughs) That gets two exclamation points, Brad. Absolutely not. Yes. It, I'm looking at them right now. Gross. Brad, are you ready to say what?
2: <laughs> what?
0: What? Also, I I am not that keen on the poster this week. It's fine. Ooh. I thought it it's, was fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they're really good. Say what? Ready? Mm-hmm. Magic is called back to the HQ, at possibly the worst time to face <sighs> Beth over his drinking issues. <laughs> <laughs> During the height of a top secret military mission, this seems unlikely to have been allowed, even if Beth has clearance. She should have waited until the mission was complete. Dude, she was oh. pissed. I'm thinking Beth yeah. was not waiting for nothing. <laughs> The key was just left in the ignition
2: of the ambulance. Really? That's convenient. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's... Real, yeah, they just left it there. How convenient. Um, everything is on fire. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> How convenient,
0: Brad. Hmm. Dwayne calls Jin Mr. Parker and not Park. <laughs> ah, the episode's ruined. Ruined, I say. There's people lit- looking out for shadows and looking out for <laughs> names.
1: Oh, I love it so much. Okay, sorry.
0: Yeah. I love this. I love the say. I love the exclamation points in oh. the writers' room. One, it's so great.
1: Yeah, and and, and the I way love say what something in in there like made it seem like literally one of the writers is sending some of this shit in, and I'm like. Are they? Like, because they made it seem like it was from first-person point yeah, of view. Yeah, because it's like,
2: we did this, we yeah, did that. and I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Say I, what? There's <laughs> like a quantum leap. Like, uh, there, I mean, at least there was at one point. There was like a, there was a Twitter for the writer's room. Oh, uh,
1: okay. Yeah, maybe that's So that maybe what yeah. it's from? I don't know. I don't know. Because... That website
2: I'm... doesn't work anymore. Yeah, it's I was gonna
1: say I'm like really... some
2: psychopath like bought it and broke it so that yeah. you can't find anything and things don't come up correctly. So yeah,
1: oh, weird. Yeah, I'm not. I I can't say that it's worked on uh, for me in a while. So yeah. Yeah. Um, which is is sad. I used to get a lot of info there and now. Yeah. Uh, Brad, what was happening? Oh God, what was happening on the day of the sleep? Mm. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I mean, besides the
0: obvious,
2: what else was happening? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, we're we are talking about April 29th, nineteen ninety two. Um, so in other things that happened
3: <laughs> on Thank April
2: you. 29th, ninth, nineteen ninety two, um, yes. Falsettos opened in New York. What's Falsettos? It's a musical. I didn't know it oh. was ninety. 90- I thought it was earlier than that. Wow, that was ninety two. Huh. Mm. Oh, uh, Sheena Easton collapses on stage while performing in Manila Mancha. Whoa! First Whoa. of all, I didn't know Sheena Easton was ever in Manila Mancha. Didn't know she collapsed on stage. Yeah, this um, is feel like yeah. something else was taking up my brain space at the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel like a lo- this, Yeah, I feel uh, like a lot of
1: news probably was pushed aside that day.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's what other things did we not about know about? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, we'll, we'll find oh, out okay. about
2: that right now. Here's Okay, vo- voting ends on choice of Elvis stamps. So that was a thing. They were trying to decide which of the, which, Because there were all these options, like, which one's going to be the Elvis <laughs> stamp? And they finally decided. Who okay. cares? Oh, listen, as a person that lived in West Tennessee, I can tell you, people cared. People cared. Do you want to yeah. know how much Elvis stamp-based merchandise? Yes, that's merchandise based <laughs> on the Elvis stamp. I did know that owned. Elvis stamp was so famous. Oh, it oh, was huge. Yeah. It was wow. fucking huge. I had an Elvis stamp jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> Wow, Brad. Yeah. Okay, I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, when you grow up that close to Memphis, yeah, like, there's yeah. a lot Elvis. Yeah, there's a lot of Elvis off. Yeah. Of um, oh, I, don't, I don't want to save that. Get to that. Um, <laughs> I want to see this Elvis stamp. Oh, it's it's a goodie. I mean, you know, as far as stamps go. Yeah. Um, when was it done? 1993? Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, whoa! It's very orange. It's very orange. I think you mean presidential. <laughs> <laughs> um, people that just happen to have been born on April 29th. Uh, oh wow, Uma Thurman, Michelle Pfeiffer, Daniel Day Lewis. Oh, nice. That must have been a very and exciting birthday <laughs> <I'm pretty laughs> for them. David Ike. <laughs> oh no. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of these things one's good. is one's good not one. like the other. <sighs> yeah, that's <laughs> not great. That's not great. <laughs> um. Why does this website suck? Uh, also, as we all know, um, it's International Dance Day. Everybody, um, get down. Also, it's Greenery Day. Oh, uh, oh no, that was from 1989 to 2006. Then we, I guess, we stopped oh. Greenery Day.
0: No,
1: no Greenery
2: <laughs> ever again. Get no. rid of that shit.
0: We don't like it. Maybe um, Greenery Day got co- like the combined together
2: and created the band Green Day. <laughs> Oh wow! That's their origin story. (laughs) Mm. Um, As far as okay, we got some weird saints. Uh, We got Saint Robert, Blessed Robrec (laughs) Groot. Let me just let me break this down for everyone. I'm talking about. G-R-U-U-T-H-U-U-S-E Ooh, no! That's not a word, for too many U's. W- yeah, like, like it's what do you they, like? five too many U's. So the patron saint of fucking, uh, Hughes. Welsh? Like, what no, is no, that? No, it's the
0: patron saint of the letter U. Seriously.
2: <laughs> I don't like
0: it. It's like Sesame um, Street. Today's saint also, was sponsored by the letter well, what U. what about
2: C- Saint Hugh of Clooney? Uh, <laughs> Hugh Clooney? Hugh of Clooney? <laughs> George? Q of Cl- no C L U N Y. We also got Saint Wilfred the Younger and Saint Peter oh. of Verona. So if you like any of that Ooh. weird shit, uh, there's that. <laughs> um, okay, top song in the U.S. Top song in the U.K. In the U.S., yep. Chris Cross, jump. Yep. In the Max U.K. Make you jump, jump. In the U.K. Wright said, Fred you. deeply dippy. Deeply
0: dippy about the way you walk. That's by the. Same band that sung um, Oh yeah, no, I, that. I understand their yeah. I'm Too Sexy song. But they sang <laughs> Deeply dip deep about the way you talk about the way you walk Boobie <laughs> <laughs> Were they country music
1: singers? I, was...
0: I can't remember the rest of that song. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> um. Or oh, just man. that your own inflection you put on that.
2: <laughs> so what was happening in the sure. theaters? <laughs> we got some movies, guys. Uh Number one, Basic instinct. Whoa. Yeah. Ah. Number two, Beethoven. <laughs> Number three, White Man Can't Jump. Four White Sands, White Sands. Don't know what that is. Um, uh, William Defoe, a small town New Mexico sheriff, stumbles upon a, a corpse clutching a suitcase containing half a million dollars. Ooh. Assuming the man, Ooh. the dead man's identity, in and in an effort to track down his killers, the sheriff gets drawn <laughs> into a complex FBI sting operation, masterminded, masterminded by hot-headed agent Greg Meeker, Samuel L. Jackson, who is attempting to Whoa! take down international gun runners. Rourke and Mary Elizabeth Mant- Mastrantonio. Ooh, that is like a star studded
0: cast. This yeah. sounds
2: like a fucking movie.
0: Maybe that um, would be
2: uh, a true Choo Cry. Seriously. Um, that's good. I mean,
0: if William Dafoe is the sheriff already, I don't trust the sheriff. I mean,
2: you can't uh, trust fair, the sheriff that looks fair. like William Dafoe. You can't trust the sheriff. You can stop right there, Claire. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Um, next up, we got oh, Sleepwalkers.
0: Oh, I love that film. That's yeah. the one, Tammy, that has a, a kind of like cat shapeshifters,
3: Oh, vampires God.
0: maybe, and someone dies by getting stabbed in the back with a corn on the cob.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's a classic. It Star Shelley for Twin Peaks. <laughs> yep. Um. Uh, next up, uh, number six, uh, The Babe. That's the. Is that I, the yeah, baseball? What is that? Yeah, Babe Ruth. It, John yeah. Goodman is Babe Ruth. That's it. Yeah. All right. Um, it's number seven, Fern Gully: The Last Rainforest. Oh, you know the best
0: bit of that film, Brad, is that they had a villain who was play, he was pollution, and then they cast Tim Curry, and somehow he made pollution <laughs> sexy. <laughs> He's just like,
2: I'm gonna and sexy look what up. he it's hath wrought. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was gonna say. Wait, are you blaming him? For... Yes, everything today. He made he made pollution too sexy. Damn it,
2: damn it. That's what happened, and that's why everything's fucked now. <laughs> um, because of Fern Gully, the last rainforest. Ooh, this looks good. Uh, next up, ooh. uh, number eight. It's deep cover. Deep ooh, cover. remind me what that is, Brad. Oh, um. David Jason is the biggest drug dealer in Los Angeles. And Russell what? Stevens, David Larry Fish. What, David Jason? Yeah, that's the name, of the, that's the name of the character. That's the name of the character. Oh, um, I thought you meant beloved
0: beloved elderly English actor David
2: <laughs> Jason. No, Claire, it's another beloved actor. Um, Okay. He's the biggest drug dealer in Los Angeles, and Russell Stevens, Larry Fishburne, is an undercover cop who wants to bring him (laughs) down. Posing as a drug dealer, Stevens begins to earn the trust of the L.A. drug underworld, eventually making his way to Jason himself. But along the way, he has to take cover. He has to take his cover to depths he never thought he would have to, including selling drugs and going to great lengths to eliminate potential competitors for Jason's drug cartel. Who plays
0: David Jason?
2: Jeff Goldblum. <laughs>
0: Wait, <Crash>. oh, <laughs> this is the
1: biggest oh. drug drug guys.
3: <laughs> He's the drug oh. kingpin.
1: Oh, Larry Fishman's gonna
0: take him down. I just felt like some bile rise in my throat. Like, ugh. now I
1: could. I of love have this when We're still saying
0: Larry Fishburne, too.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. my favorite. I love that somebody oh, can just, a, like, make the
2: transition in life to going from, from Larry Fishburne to Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, number nine, Wayne's World. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. Um, <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah. Of course. You simply must. Um, <laughs>
0: ten, City of Joy. <laughs> City of Joy? I don't know what that is, either. Yeah, that's, uh... I'm still, sorry, I'm still distracted by just the thought of Jeff Goblin popping in my head.
1: Ooh. Well, you have a whole pillow. You can just look at it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so no. I'm used to my pillow, oh. but sometimes the thought
2: just surprises me. I'm like, well, um, City I'm of like Joy. Brad. An American yes. doctor, a British nurse... And an illiterate Indian farmer and an illiterate Indian farmer join forces together to transform a Calcutta ghetto in this uplifting, Mm. inspirational movie. Oh no! 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 No. Oh no! Patrick Swayze, how could you?
0: (laughs) What? (laughs) How could you?
2: How could you do this?
0: Swayze, what are you playing at?
2: (sighs) Ooh. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah, and
1: Lauren Lawrence Fishburne. This was. It looks like. Almost his last movie, going by Larry Fishburne. Yeah, because oh, nice. I remember him. He going by. What happened?
2: Then he transitioned into <laughs> the Great Lawrence.
1: Exactly. Yeah, the Lawrence of Fishburne. <laughs> um,
2: it's like it's it, like he like like he like he he gained, went up a level like of stardom and could no longer be Larry.
1: That's exactly yeah. I think what happened because I really think what happened is he because I remember him being Larry Fishburne in Boys in the Hood, so that's why I wanted to look that up because I was like, but that had to come out in early 90s and I couldn't remember one, and it was 91. Um, and I remember him being Larry Fishburne at the time because I was shocked when in one of his movies I had like later seen that he was Lawrence Fishburne and I'm like, wait a second, is this the same guy? <laughs> um so yeah so it looks like he was in something some tv series so really the last movie was deep cover as larry fishburne and then he did this tv show called tribeca one episode where he was larry fishburne and then after that lawrence fishburne from there Wow.
0: So, ni- 93 on
1: so when he ascended. Path. So this is yeah, right when n- he, he ascended. Yeah, and
2: he
0: ascended. Yeah.
2: Um. All right. Let's talk about TV. You can't it's, play a character called
0: Morpheus if
2: your name is Larry. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's why Larry the cable guy did not get the role. Exactly. His <laughs> audition did was customary. surprisingly good, but <laughs> yeah. sorry. Cousin Larry um, did a good audition as well, but they were like, I'm sorry, Cousin
0: Larry. No, get out
2: um, of here. All right, let's talk about TV. A uh, lot of crazy stuff on. Uh, first of all, let's talk about ABC. We got The Wonder Years, uh, Doogie Howser, M.D., some <laughs> show called Room for Two, another show called Sib, uh, and then 2020. Don't care. Uh, what's important is on CBS, we got a movie. We're showing oh 1989's Batman. <gasps> Yes! <laughs> That's a good one. Nice.
0: Nice. Um, That's
2: But cool. also, at the same time on NBC, no, on the yes. same time on NBC, we got a brand new episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Oh! <laughs> so I looked it up. April 29, 1992. Um, yes. We're talking about The Legend of Noah's Ark, uh, The Ooh. Murder of Tracy Wolford Bunn, Lost Loves, Dolores Strant, uh, Missing Person, Colleen Reed, and an update... Ooh. On the, uh, missing person, Levia Choropoulos, um, oh, 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 uh, and Nicholas, so it looks like possibly a husband, possibly wanted for, possibly, uh, kidnapping slash murdering his wife?
1: Shocking. Oh. I'm shocked.
2: Weird, weird. weird. That That never
1: happens. What are you talking about?
2: And after that, um, it was the 27th Annual Academy of Country Music Awards. Oh.
3: <laughs> so, 1992,
2: I'm pretty sure that was probably playing in my fucking home against my will. Ugh. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Brad. yeah, Well, yeah, let's see what I was being so subjected sorry. to. Um, was it playing while you were f- doing your um, Elvis jigsaw? <laughs> I'm, well, they, but again, they had just chosen the stamps. They, so they didn't yeah, even yeah. produce any merchandise. Yeah, oh, fair enough. Um, right. okay. That merchandise wouldn't have been available until January of the next year on Elvis's birthday. Uh, oh. So. Oh. Amazing. That's when it was released. <laughs> what day was
0: he born? Do you happen January to know? 8th? The top of your January eighth.
2: January eighth. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Mm. Hold on. Let's okay, see at at if I'm least right. It's not the same birthday as me. I know. He, I think he died August sixteenth. Unless I have those backwards.
1: Brad, how do you know I so much about Elvis? Love Actually, don't love that. so much. Like you don't yeah. know yep. how big I'm smiling. Dead right on. Now.
2: January eighth. August sixteenth. <laughs> wow. <laughs> My and my family had, like, multiple copies of the Memphis Commercial Appeal um, from the day Elvis died. Wow! Like, wow. I had multiple family members that had, like, like Elvis shrines. Like, like uh, fucking collectible plates and, like, wow. shit. Oh,
1: this is incredible. Wow. Like, I, I knew, you know, we've spoken about this before. Your your family's affinity for, for Elvis. And also just where you lived. I mean, that makes sense. But I feel like every time we talk about it, there are just
0: layers there that that we hadn't yet yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an onion of Elvis.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, what was in this fucking awards? Damn it, I just lost it. Where is it? uh buh, 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 buh. all right so god uh, <laughs> entertainer of the year uh was garth brooks fuck yeah, Ooh, yeah album of the years don't rock the jukebox alan jackson oh god just seeing this album covers making me sick and bringing back terrible memories uh top female <laughs> vocalist reba mcintyre uh <sighs> top forever male, garth like brooks. literally forever uh, top vocal group Diamond Rio, uh, Duo, Brooks and Dunn. God, just fucking terrible. Ugh, oh, I hate all of this. This is just terrible, terrible, Marie's. I don't like any of it. It's very bad. <sighs> yeah, no, this is just depressing. No, thank you. Goodbye.
0: Um, <laughs> Brad just had a,
2: Brad just had a flashback <laughs> I heard. It. Yeah, it's no good. It's no good.
1: All right. Well thank you, Brad, for now, all Brad? of that info and that deep dive yeah, into your personal all, history. Yeah, that's
2: <laughs> all the that's all the stuff that was not dealing with the rights.
1: Yeah. I mean good job getting around that. So mm-hmm. because that'll be talked about enough today. Um do you wanna play Chris's voicemails? Sure.
3: Hi, it's Mr. Likes the Sound of His Own Voice again in the kitchen, brewing another tea. Here's the uh, hood of the cooker. That's the thing I was hitting before six minutes this time, because it's a bigger cup. So I maintain the strongness um, over a, a wider area of water. Area's not the right word. Never mind. Listen, uh, we're between episodes, uh, the thing's just occurred to me about the suspicious... Hannah, the waitress from episode 3, mm. in that she's all science and shit, and she's going to be important because they spend a load of time on her. And it's that the town is called Starlight, and that Sam Beckett used to work on Project... Starbright, where he met like a load of the Quantum Leap people. And I think Terry Hatcher, and indeed not Terry Hatcher, there, and where he first encountered a drunk Al Calavici whacking a vending machine with a hammer, and helped get him cleaned oh, yeah. up. And then they went on to make Project Quantum Leap. Um, could it be that there's an episode? Uh, there's a there's a fucking UFO episode in the original series called Starlight Star Bright. Are they doing that? Yeah. Is that a thing that Modern Quantum Leap would do, make that kind of weird oblique reference? I don't have a fucking clue. I just like to hear <laughs> my voice on the podcast. Everyone else, shut up.
1: Wow. Nice. Yeah, because she's still That's not nice. in the no, I mean, so I'm like, yeah. I don't know yeah. what season regular means when you're in one yeah. episode, so... <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll have to ah. see. I'm it's still not sure that's about it, but I think she's. My prediction: we're going to get like a triple episode. Yeah, right, well,
2: it, yeah. it might not
0: be till hopefully. next. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. yeah, I mean they
2: better hurry up if they're going to make that happen. Because uh... yep, eeks. All right, next one.
3: Chris here still haven't made any notes, but this time I am in public talking into a phone, looking <laughs> relatively normal <laughs> from my over-the-top fakie voice. Um, I was hoping this time I would get in touch from Clapham Junction Station. That's continuing Uh, a very small tradition of me calling in from well-known London interchanges, but instead I'm at Streatham Hill. So anyway, what to say about this week? Uh, Lots more character detail for Magic. That's good. And I've been thinking about the age difference of him and Beth. She was married to a guy who was captured in Vietnam and Magic served in Vietnam. It, It can't be all that weird an age difference, even though it might brain she's my brain she's like 15 years older than him but I think it's something to do with the same actress playing a role at a time when she's not meant to be I don't know anyway I think the big detail here is what I like to call a character assassination (laughs) there's many there are many viewpoints to the LA riots. I won't please become a dirty word. Boss, and I'm gonna wear this shirt to work. What are you doing to you, my man? You <laughs> are well, my yep. fan, my pal, my guy, my human. Oh, pronoun watch. The alarms were not in my head. <laughs> We've all done it. Um, but we try, don't we? We do our best. That's my lot. Bye. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, we'll get to that part, but absolutely a hundred percent agree. Just, mm, I, Mm -hmm. mm, I was so, I didn't realize uh, how upset this episode was going to make me. I gotta be honest, I did not. I just was not expecting it and it was very upsetting and I'm having Ian say what he said I uh internally lost it I was like are you fucking kidding me oh there's so much mm. different viewpoints shut the fuck up yeah uh so yeah mm. and I'm gonna try to make it through recording without crying but I gotta be honest I don't know if that's gonna happen because I'm already upset so <laughs> just um you can do it yep so are you guys ready to leap into this just wonderful beautiful
0: episode of quantum leap
3: <laughs> yeah. sure
0: let's hold hands and leap yeah together like like Bert jumping into one of his chalk paintings in Mary Poppins we... you know, I don't know why but I thought of
1: that this week I thought of Mary Poppins and I thought of that particular part where they jumped into the little chalk painting and it made oh, me very happy
0: it's the, it's <laughs> the nice. job I always wanted as a kid what do you want to be when you grow up Claire well I either want to be a baker when I was a tiny child or I want to be an artist or I want to be Bert from Mary Poppins
1: he's the best <laughs> It really. He, d-
0: he does chalk drawings. He makes kites. He sweeps chimneys. He's a little one-man band. Oh, what a delight!
1: It- it really is one of my favorite characters ever, and makes Seriously. me so happy. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. All right. So we are continuing, uh, from the uh, leap in directly from the last episode, and I like that we have Ben kind of previewing his area, very like scanning around real quick, because that has to be mm. the weirdest thing to have to do. Yeah. It's just pop mm-hmm. up into a new situation and. I mean, like last last week, he popped up. Where, granted, it was running lines, but someone was talking about basically a burglary and all this stuff. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
1: so, yeah. So he is Daniel Park, brother to Sunny and son of Jin. Uh, He's of Korean descent, and Ben is assisting his father and brother in running a shoe store owned by Jin. And we also meet Louisa at the moment, and she is a, um, she's getting some LA gears because it's the 90s. Oh, the, I can't remember what the
0: song was, but LA, I was like, I was,
1: LA gear.
0: yeah, I, I was, <laughs> I was taken back immediately. It's like,
1: wow. Um, Brad, I know you mentioned when I was about to do sixty-second summary about shoe wear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any thoughts on these sweet, sweet LA gears? Ah, uh, yeah, I don't, I just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah oh, I remember wanting a pair when I was young uh, never being able to afford them so <laughs> um, but these are. She's, you know, she's being told they're not knockoffs, um, and she asks about the price being raised, and Jin says that it's because they've lost so much business to Foot Locker, because that's now a thing.
0: Wow, Foot Locker. Just putting
1: the small man out of business. <laughs> the small business what owner. Yeah, sh- you know. so uh, he says that he will set them aside um, until she returns later uh, to pay for them. Uh, and we get this, like, opening sequence of everyone saying that the store will not close until 7 o'clock. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Ben picks up a pair of Air Jordans, uh, another, I was like, that's another shoe, there was See, no way. I
0: recognize the Air Jordans, I did not recognize the first the LA- shoe they were talking about.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just re- recognize it because it said LA gear all over the place, and I was like, oh, LA no. gears. <laughs> um... Not a lot of like, you know, for being the early '90s. I mean, everyone's fashion was plain Jane. There's nothing really, yeah, to talk about. I mean, yeah, I, I'm like, you guys could have went like, because you're just out of the '80s, early '90s had toned down all the crazy colors, but there were still pops of it. Like you could have had some, yeah. But it was it, still, yeah, it was still pretty, pretty wild, yeah. yeah so. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I like that Ben says something like, uh, man, I've always, I had wanted a pair of these or whatever when he was younger or something. I don't know. He <laughs> said something that clearly, again, there's a lot of times this episode where he does not cloak his shit and it's like,
0: oh, he does <sighs> not cloak at all. Mm-hmm. When they're clearing up and like, they're all just in the same little yeah. room, little shop. And it's he's just, crazy. He's just <laughs> chittity chatting. He is. Yeah. I was like, Ben, cut your shit. Um,
1: so, yeah, he, he could, he likes those Air Jordans, though, and he, he wanted a pair, but his mom couldn't afford them. Um, uh, then we meet Dwayne, Dwayne enters the store, and Jin tells Ben that the troublemaker is back and to keep an eye on, on him so he doesn't steal anything. Um, and Dwayne tells Ben that Sunny, Daniel's brother, uh, has set aside a pair of Jordans, Jordans for him. And uh, Ben goes to tell, ask Sunny, like, to verify it and to get the thing. Um, I feel like right away, I thought everything, while obviously racism is bad, this felt very real to me. Mm-hmm. Um, sadly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sadly, all there's of this lot, felt very lot- real
0: to me. <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot that felt very real in this episode. Yeah, I feel I found this episode a bit too heavy-handed. I, I was like, I just felt I was like I even batted over the the head with it. Yeah, but I was kind of interested to see what you thought. Do you know what I mean? Because this is this is quite far away, obviously, from my experience. <laughs> Literally
1: far, far away.
0: <laughs> Literally far, far away. But um, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like it could. There could have been a lighter touch with this episode. Um,
1: I would have appreciated it. Uh, I. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't. Uh, um, it was a lot, and I don't. I watch TV shows for uh, a bit of escape, and yeah. mm-hmm. I thought that this was too real to be a show about leaping in places. And I get it, like. Even, you know, this first series tried to deal and handle really important things or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, I did not expect my own reaction. So, which was, oh, this is a lot. And it felt very, very heavy to watch. And mm-hmm. uh I, for those who do not know, I lived in LA at the time um, and I was 13 years old and this was my first experience with seeing how fucking terrible the police were um, mm-hmm. and being very scared and not being allowed to leave the house uh, and concern for my friends and family because... Sorry. Um, because you're just watching the news okay. and you don't know what's happening. And again, it's like, maybe as an adult, like, I don't think... Now I would have those same feelings, but as a kid, it's like you just don't know what's happening. Um,
2: and adults I mean, aren't... similarly, I remember not knowing what happened, what was happening. In like, you know, there's all these versions of Elvis they could choose from. Like, are they gonna? Like, <laughs> like, oh my you god, I they love they it so bad. much. Thank you, Brad. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I think that it's really important that they choose the correct Elvis. So that's... Of course, the, of course. Yeah.
0: It's very important. <laughs> you don't want to choose Elvis Costello, the singer. <laughs> or is there oh, another that, famous that Elvis? That would be so anyway? offensive to
1: Elvis
2: Castello. <laughs> Claire, I here's here's the other context you need to understand for El for I, I think like White America's re fascination with Elvis in like the late eighties, early nineties. Because mm-hmm. Elvis as the king of rock and roll, in quotes, um Elvis, you know, when Elvis was popular originally, you know, it was that, it was rowdy music that was for kids, but it was safe enough for white kids. But by the time the 80s and 90s were around, it's now clear Elvis is Completely safe version of of rebellion and exactly. teenage rock and roll. That's exactly yeah, to the yeah, point absolutely. where, like, that's why they could, you know, have like uh, um, a full house with uh, um, uh, fuck. What's the character? Um, Uncle Jesse. Uncle Jesse. Yeah, that was like obsessed with Elvis because it was safe. Because it's why the did I know it's that? the whitest <laughs> safest thing you can have that's still cool. Mm. It's rock and roll, but it's completely safe for white people, and that's what Elvis uh, symbolizes. Absolutely. I Which is why, why, oh Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. That's why. That's why, especially. And I mean, of course, my proximity to Memphis is part of it. But also, culturally, Elvis was safe, cool. Yeah.
1: You know, Brad, that's so. Like, I I think about like shows like this, or whatever, or when we just talk about like ourselves and our. Or histories and like just the space we were at a young age, like how mm-hmm. influential just your little like. 25 miles sur- circumference around where you lived <laughs> was, yeah. like, your world and your worldview. Yeah. Especially yeah. in a time where we did not have the internet, you know, you may have had some local news channels, but depending on what kind of TV you had, what kind of system you were working with, you might not have had a lot of other news, like, they're just you're just not getting a lot unless you knew someone who lived in another area who was calling and telling you what was happening like there's just not like you, where you live was all you knew and uh, that's so interesting because I would have never thought of it that way. But absolutely, yeah. Oh
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> safe
1: white guy. Safe white white yeah. rebel. That's
2: <laughs> yeah. That's why like eighties and nineties, you see all this talking about Elvis, and there was all the Elvis impersonators. Is because it could be rock and roll and cool, but it's not. It's mm-hmm. nothing that's gonna be. No. It's It's completely safe. Also, he's dead, so uh, yeah, even safer. Yeah, even safer. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what Elvis would have been like
1: if he was not dead. Like, (laughs) what kind of guy that guy would have been with? Because problematic is uh, using the term lightly. I mean, I love Elvis, Mm -hmm. but also. um, Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I wished I was thinking about Elvis at the time. (laughs) Um, And just to put, like, some uh, more context, like, I lived in LA at the time, and my grandparents were uh, retired, they had just retired, and Mm -hmm. by August of that year, we moved to a whole other state across the US. That's how much my family was, like, we're taking our children out of here. Mm -hmm. Because... Well, racism, but also like you just didn't feel safe. And since my grandparents had the ability with uh, sell, selling their home and moving to a state that like is dirt cheap, and they were able to buy my parents a home, so because they did not want their grandchildren living there anymore. So it's just like this, this event literally changed my life. <laughs> so it's just, uh, um, but yeah, I wish they had had a, a softer to this episode i am so happy they use magic um Mm -hmm. and i really am like fucky in this episode so yeah i and i hate that i really hate it Um, all right so we get where ben uh goes gets his brother his brother goes says oh yeah i have these shoes on hold and then like ben's like oh this feels light and then opens the box and it's, like, just (laughs) loose change. Loose money. It's like, This is the, like, give him a pair of shoes that, like, you could stuff the money into. What
0: is this? (laughs) Yeah, put some shoes in there so it's not as, yeah.
2: Because, like,
1: literally it's, like, (sighs) rolls of
2: money and then loose change. I don't know what was happening with this. (laughs) Even with the explanation, I think it only makes it weirder. It, It is so weird. Yeah. Because why was this hidden in a shoebox? Why is there so much money? Know. What are the upfront costs that they're dealing yeah. with? Whose What's money is it? What's happening? What yeah. are you doing with the money?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, no clue.
1: Um, so we are in, uh, in current times, we're in Magic's house, and he has prepared breakfast for two. And uh, And Beth somehow magically, with her old bones, is able to make her way
2: down the (laughs) stairs. It's uh, little, guys, uh, I, I should just save it. this. I should just save it, but I crunch the numbers again. Okay, thank you, um, thank you. Okay. I know okay. I've done it before, but I did it again. Yeah, so here's the situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, because Beth and Al were married in 1961. Now, and I am saying that that means best case scenario... Um, because she was also already a nurse at that time. So I'm saying the best case scenario, she was an 18 year old nurse. And that <laughs> means the youngest she could be was born in 1943. Alright? Oh, now, man. here's the th- Now, Ernie Hudson, the actor, was yeah. born in 1945. So that doesn't seem too odd. Except you realize mm. when we met Magic in the previous uh, Quantum Leap, he yeah. was in Vietnam yeah. in 1970. And he was a Navy SEAL, which, um, a topper age of SEAL. Navy SEAL, like 28. So right. So, I mean, that me and I, and I, he was young. He, I don't, I do not believe he was, I do not believe he was in any way a 28 year old Navy SEAL. Now, if he was 28, then he theoretically could have been born in 1942, but that would be a hell of a stretch because I think he was, I think he was very young. So, I think it's much more likely that he was like 19 years old, which means he was born in 1951. So, best case scenario, it's only a 7 8. Uh, it's only, uh, wait, no, oh, sorry. That would be 51 you yeah. So the best case scenario, uh, she was born in forty three, and he was born in fifty one. But that's real. I mean, that's <laughs> that's playing I mean, with some talking. numbers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like you know, I feel fifteen. So how old is she in seems... this episode? How old is she, Brad, in this episode? We don't. We don't. Well, we don't oh, in this episode, yeah. Okay, let's in twenty
0: because so... we're we're technically in the future, aren't we? We're in like twenty twenty. We're not in twenty twenty three. We're in like 2020. <laughs> 25 or whatever. Yeah, I keep yeah. forgetting. Let's say, that. Let's say
2: 2024. <laughs> we'll cut the difference. All right. Okay. okay 2024. Yep. Best case scenario again. She was born in 1943, so she's 81 years old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> best case scenario. That she looks amazing. Poor actress. Because, yeah. Okay, so I had yeah. to because she's not on i like her info isn't in, on IMDb with her the year she was born. She was born in 1962. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, she's sixty-one. The actress yeah. in real life, yeah. yeah. Wow. Which I mean, again, she looks great for sixty-one. Absolutely, mm. oh, I looks mean... amazing for eighty-one. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> let's talk about those quantum serums. <laughs> like, what is she using? What's that skincare yeah. routine? I mean, p- is it quantum? And and I feel. It- oh, so how old's Janice? How old was she when
0: she had Janice? She's eighty-one. <laughs> Yeah. I just
1: wow.
2: Maybe but they were crazy. crazy you know. Maybe yeah, they so, adopted.
1: And and so IRL, she's sixty-one, and Ernie Hudson's seventy-seven. <laughs> so.
2: Yeah. Which Ernie I think was amazing, looks looks amazing. Looking seventy-seven. Oh,
1: oh incredible. Oh, yeah. And like he, you know, he moves like I wanna know what his vitamin routine is. Like Seriously. He he moves around so smoothly. <laughs> like what? Like, I can't move like that. Everything <laughs> creaks and cra- cracks when I walk, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, they're having breakfast. I did a big cheer. woo Because <laughs> I was like, I knew it was best! Um, And he gives her the pair of earrings and says, Happy first date anniversary. Uh, he says that they're going to celebrate with their favorite restaurant um, and made a, re- a later reservation in case he gets held up at Quantum Leap. And Beth is concerned because she thought his position at the project was temporary. And Magic says that since Addison has stepped away from being Ben's hologram, he needs to be there for Ben. So, I don't know if I realized that Magic was taking this role temporarily, or that he told Beth that, I guess. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting.
2: So, yeah. I don't know if he just... Do you just... think that's maybe an Ernie Hudson contingency clause? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Maybe.
1: Um, and uh, I wonder if, like, for the sh- for show purposes, like, if he thought temporary because he thought maybe Tom was going to take
0: it over... Ugh, awkward um that tom can't take it over no tom
2: well Let Tom's going to no. be sacrificed yeah exactly absolutely yeah. to tom um, or something magic, i don't know true.
1: you know and she, she actually Beth does asks about like if Ian or Jen or Tom could do it and at the time magic says that tom is uh he's a liaison for the team but he but the team is magic's responsibility um And we get a little bit of a drop here of Beth saying, Well, after everything he went through last year, is he sure that that's smart? (laughs) That's like, What the fuck? Uh, And he says he'll be fine. So um, we are back at the Parks Shoe Shack. And Jin is threatening to call the police if Dwayne doesn't leave the store. It's, it escalated very quickly. (laughs) all escalated very quickly. Um, also, the outside of this, I'm like, if this isn't a backlot, I've this is the most backlot backlot I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it looks like someone just walked into Universal Studios, <laughs> started taking vi- vi- uh, film. Uh, so he says that Dwayne never buys anything, and Dwayne says he already paid for the shoes, and Jin demands a receipt, Sonny runs back and gets a receipt, and Jin tells Dwayne the next time he sees him that he's going to call the police for real. Please stop calling the police. If we learn nothing yeah. from this, which we clearly did not, please stop calling the mm-hmm. police. At Project Quantum Leap, Magic prepares to be Ben's hologram, and Jen is worried Magic may get rattled. Everyone's so concerned about fragile Magic, um, and Magic says he's a former Navy SEAL. He doesn't get rattled. Ian asks Addison if she is sure she doesn't want to go back, in right away, I... Like, granted, I know I'm pissed that they made Ian say the things he says later, that they yeah. say later, mm-hmm. but also right away, like, why would you ask Addison if, is she sure she doesn't want to go back and get out of here? We
2: all were awkward last yeah. week and felt uncomfortable. Yeah, it was so awkward. So, ben says he doesn't want Addison, Yeah. Right, so yeah. he gets the call. Yeah.
1: And, um, yeah. And she says she, she won't ignore Ben's wishes. Like, Addison's like, no, I'm going to stay the fuck out of he doesn't want me. There like, that's... I, at the end of the day, we
2: have to remember, if this what guy is dies in the leap, th- he dies. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Yeah. What is Addison's look now? Because she has a look in this episode, and I don't... There's something about it that is... It's it's I Badison. It's a Badison look. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what I Yeah, we're, I feel like, yeah, we're on the road to Badison at this point. Like, full out. Yeah. All oh, black? I mean, come on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh it's the hair. Okay, the hair. The yeah. hair. Hold on. Let's You see when she's talking to Ian and there's a there's a profile, yeah. It yeah. it it's five thirteen. Yeah, oh yeah. That's evil yeah, hair. I'm looking she's out. evil hair.
0: Yeah.
2: And Ian looks ridiculous. So
0: yeah,
1: I, I, what is happening Ian?
0: <laughs> that is a very complicated ponytail, Badison. Like what are you doing? Yeah. Ian, I don't know what's happening with this shirt no. that also has a tie of the same fabric. Oh, I'm I didn't, I couldn't very tell. Very Did you see the tie? Yeah, well, I, I couldn't see but the tie. I feel it's a tie, but it's like it's kind of like a bow at the top. It's not mm. like a tie going. There's like definitely a bow either side. Like I'm looking at five thirteen as well. Yep. Weird. Also, I like the little random tray of succulents on the desk. <laughs> 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 They're not going to grow. There is no light in <laughs> <to> me. of <laughs> me. Yeah, I mean There better be some plastic ones. Yeah, yeah as Ian starts walking towards the camera, yeah. so like five nineteen, you can see the bow at yeah, the top. There's also pockets. Yeah, there's the pockets, yeah, there's pockets the, on both t- sides as
2: well. When like yeah, when the tie uh, billows as they're walking, it's like yeah. it's like when the predator moves, that's the only time you can see it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like oh it's so strange. Yeah. And it, yeah, but I gotta I, say, Jen looks great. Jen looks great. Yeah, Jen, looks,
0: Jen, season two, best dress, even yeah.
1: so far. Yeah, down to her hair, fabulous. Um, I got. I don't like Ian's look, but it's better than what they've been putting them in.
2: Oh, it's, of course, which of is course. just sad because it's like this is still not good. Um, but it looks like they should be going to Magic Night at the S <laughs> and <S&M> Club. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is totally not one of Addison's normal looks. Like, that I mean, the hair, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. mm
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, she's in mourning right now. <laughs> not good. Um, all right, she tells the team she's available by cell if anyone needs her, and Ziggy is finally located Ben, and, uh, Ian asks Magic, are you ready to trip the light quantastic? And Magic says, as I'll ever be.
0: Yeah, I don't like that line yeah. either.
1: I heard that, and I was like, wait, what? No. <laughs> Uh, the imaging chamber door opens wide, uh, uh, opens from left to right, and magic walks through. Um... Alright, Magic arrives and asks Ben if he happens to have a black leather Oxford Men's 14, and Ben instantly knows it's Magic. I like- I love that just- they just have Ben's remember everybody and everything. We don't have to deal with anything anymore. Um, and they can easily now slip these people in and out of the episodes. So, that's great. Um, (laughs) I like Magic's dressy casual wear. (laughs) Oh, he looks so
0: good. Um, damn- that's a good looking guy. Yeah.
1: So, uh says uh, Ad- admiral williams tells ben that uh this is a far cry from hollywood admiral williams why is this thing come on just say magic <laughs> tells ben yeah. that this is a far cry from hollywood agree it down i was just thinking who the hell's fucking magic an admiral I don't- well, yes. according to the transcript it is. Okay, uh, so as they watch on TV, the verdict of not guilty for the four police officers, uh, during the court case of being a Rodney King is read. Magic and Ben realizes April 29th, 1992, the day the LA riots began. Um, Ben remembers the day it happened and how angry f- people were over the verdict and how unfair it was, um, to the black community. How old would Ben have been? He wouldn't have been that old, too. He would have been, like, a kid. Yeah. I don't don't know how old Ben is now, but don't know he's. I, I'm. I would guess. I'd he's, say he's like 35. Yeah, I was gonna say I would guess he's younger than me, so he was like a kid, kid. Yeah. So I kind of mm. like that he just like his impression was. I just remember how angry people were and that it was unfair to the black community. I like that that's Ben's impression. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And um, Ben questions magic uh that he is not there to change. The, <laughs> it's like it, it was funny because he's like, I hope I'm not here to change that. <laughs> I imagine, yeah. like, uh, no. Because that would be wild if the show thought that that's what it was going to do. Yeah. Uh, so, according to Ziggy... Also, par- a little late, a little late yeah, to yeah, be making that change. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Look at those gold sneakers on the wall back there anyways. I'm looking at all these sneakers. <laughs> uh, Ooh, let's yeah. um, <coughs> see. So, uh, okay. According to Ziggy, uh, par- in the original timeline, Park Shoe Shack was ransacked. Jin tried to protect his store and was killed. Magic says that he will check in um, with Ian and Jen to help Ben get ahead of the situation, and then he- he's out peace um ben talks to the family about rodney king verdict and ben suggests they close early and uh get out of the area since he knows what's gonna happen and jen is like nope i'm going down with the store especially since louisa is coming back for those shoes and we don't
0: close before seven <laughs> sir <laughs> seven on the dot hey. do you know what guys my shop closes at five thirty today mm-hmm I close at 528 oh what a wild right. one you are I'm a rebel. <laughs> I really am <laughs>
1: uh, I really am <laughs> um, so Ben and say start cleaning up they talk about their dad fighting a losing battle with the small shop uh, going up against foot locker and other big chain real ta- retailers and sunny asks Ben what he's planning on telling dad about going to marine bootcap yeah, oh, yeah. guy that Ben leaped into. Um, I, you Daniel. know,
2: I mean, there's a there's a lot of problems with this episode, um, as we're yeah. going to get to swiftly. But man, all of the fucking, like, model minority stuff that we're doing, it's yeah. like every character is insane here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be a marine, like, cause you know that's supposed to be a good thing. Um, if anybody doesn't realize, cause like we all live in 2023, um, I, the writers are still under the impression that it makes somebody seem a good person if they're gonna join the marine, cause they think it mm-hmm. makes them sound like good people, even though in fact it yeah. makes them sound like bad people, because they become professional murderers, and that's a bad career choice that yep. makes you a bad person. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah. You have, you have this. Uh, the guy that Ben l- leaped into is gonna go. Marines. You've got Sonny, the brother who eventually goes on to and and is starting to at this point in time, you know, become big in the shoe industry. You've got you know, like you've got all these like small things that it's like, oh yeah, these are this is this is definitely you know the family you need to save, Um, mm-hmm. because some. Like, it's just interesting. Anyway, uh, before they can address further, police sirens begin and they go back into the store and Louisa arrives for the shoes uh, because she's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here and home to my kids. Um, yeah. And Ben suggests they ride with her to leave immediately. And Jin says the radio sa- said to shelter in place and in place means in that store where he lives, but that's where his heart lives at least. And he's not leaving. And Ben says, well, let me at least walk Louisa to the car. So, at Project Quantum Leap, the uh, team is trying to find the cause of Jin's death. Oh, Tammy, you uh, alright? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's just. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. This is. It, it's. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so in Project Quantum Leap, uh the team tries to find the cause of Jin's death and speaks about people at the time having uh, a lot of misinformation, fear, and rage, like me right now. A <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> lot of rage, a lot of rage at Ian. Yeah. What writer? What writer sa- did this? Who did this? Who wrote that line? Who made well, who made Ian <laughs> from the writers room? <laughs> yeah, who made Ian this way? <laughs> Yeah. I can't imagine the character that we've, you know, discovered in to be saying this over a season. Yeah. Uh, Me neither. Yeah. It's very unbelievable and irritating.
2: Um, I mean, I think... But, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm going to try... Yes, please, to, please. Because I, I because want I to think throw something at my TV. In the very narrow... Like, clearly, we all hear how it reads. Yeah. But, like, I'm going through line by line. Thank and you. I think if we are specifically talking about the problem of trying to figure out, like, the specifics of information about, like, how someone died, uh, mm-hmm. the problem is all of the conflicting reports that are going in, it's hard to sift through the information after the fact to find a specific of how someone specifically died. Not so much that there's conflicting stories, but we don't know who to believe the cops are, you know, literally mm. everyone else. I think it's more of like, we can't figure out how this person died because we have so many different stories.
1: I'm okay with that, but then they could it have written read it. read that way, no, though. No, they could no, have it written it a million yeah.
2: different ways,
1: and they ch- yeah. this way, and uh-huh. other people read this and thought that this was okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, It's not like this is probably their first draft of this script. Like, people read this and everyone felt like, oh yeah, that reads normal, that it makes probably sense. probably would have done a line read as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, that totally makes sense. No. It really does not. The way... Yeah. And... <laughs> If, okay, if this show was made 10 years ago, even, I could see, like, our... Oh, Guy Fox and, and those... Yep, uh, there he goes. <laughs> and, and all those... Uh, <laughs> Oh, geez. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if this show was made 10 years ago, then I don't know if I would have had a problem with that line, because I think I would have mm-hmm. read it with the intent that you were trying to clarify on it, Brad. Like, that makes sense. But we are living in 2023, yeah, and no. these writers wrote it now, and that that's some bullshit. You can't say words like misinformation, fear, and rage when we're talking about mm-hmm. cops and getting off on beating people. Black people specifically, you
2: can't say this. Like you can't say this line. I just got an update. Um. Um. But Amy Schumer says actually, it was a really well written (laughs) scene. So, so I guess it's cool though. It's I guess it's cool. Amy Amy Schumer Schumer says says they didn't
1: steal that line from anywhere. So it's totally fine. (laughs) Yeah, it's real cool. It's
2: real cool. Amy Schumer says so. You have to believe her. She's very worried about imaginary people imaginarily attacking her. Yeah.
0: I can't. I'm like, who the fuck is anyway? I feel like sometimes this show. Goes a bit too. It, it kind of panics at the last minute and is like, "Oh, but you know, both sides." That, that's what I felt yeah. like this oh, yeah. line was doing. Do you know what because I Because mean? I don't think they want to exactly. be kind of bold and everything, but then they they kind of don't want to put people off watching. Yep. So they're like, "Oh, but both, yeah, you yeah, both,"
2: and it's like, "No, yeah." And something, and I I've, I know I've heard Dave Anthony say this before, but like, there's a huge problem of um, like, yes, we're doing a better job of having more diverse writers' rooms, but mm-hmm. there. But just because of the way these things work and how you know what it takes to be able to be you know a writer in Hollywood, even if you have you know a you know a, I even if you're not you know just a white guy, you're still gonna have to be a rich person to have ma- to have been able to be in the yes. position to yeah. be a Hollywood yeah. writer. And and yeah. there's more of like you know class solidarity amongst diverse peoples than there is necessarily you know cultural racial. So you get. Yeah the point of view of the same rich dumbasses.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and again, like, you know, like I mentioned, this is not their first draft. This had to go through a ton of people and a lot of them probably white people. So um, even yeah. if 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 and one you have a diverse uh, group of folk, like unless it's the entirety all the way through from cast and crew to the writer's room all the way through, it is so difficult for those diverse voices to actually be heard and any yeah. more than one or two lines make it across yeah. to
2: what we're seeing. Yeah, because each each level you're gonna you're gonna get. Well, uh, let's let's not make that too. So let's just let's calm that down. Jordan a Peterson, bit right what are you doing here? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Claire. What I'm hearing in this episode, where they're saying, do you notice that there there are no
3: white main characters in this episode at all? It is a cultural genocide. Yeah, I. Can- I
1: thought that this line was the token both sides line yeah. for this episode and the fact that they gave it I mean I don't know what character I, honestly like if they're gonna give that line to a character it almost makes more sense to come from Addison so the fact that they gave it because we know she's already and that's the thing like the fact that they gave that line to Ian is very upsetting I just I don't yeah, understand I'm, why they like, did that.
2: I mean, I know you're an actor on a show, you gotta do your job. Yeah, uh, of course. I feel like, you know, you at that one, you're gonna be like, I'm not saying this. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Or, or you know, or, or saying, like, I understand what what point you're trying to make, but this ain't it. Like, we gotta say it some, yeah. a different mm. way. Like, hey, how about we say mm. it like this instead? Like, there's so many, you know, different, not, I don't know. I don't know, but they could have said something like, it, it's just very challenging to find cause of death, you know, with, with so many things going on in 1992 I, whatever like mm. you didn't have to say misinformation fear and rage like you didn't have to both sides it and it really uh, was yeah. oh, super upsetting and and I'm glad Chris uh, also said the same thing because when when mm-hmm. that voicemail came in I was like okay I, I'm not just reading too much into it because I'm too close to this oh,
0: story no.
3: So- no, no, no. <laughs> I messaged
0: you guys and was like oh Ian that wasn't about Ian's fashions so that was about um, yeah. what Ian said I was okay <laughs> I, mean, I mean you never can't really write that for every episode exactly.
1: so.
0: <laughs> i mean you know. yeah true. Um,
1: and i also don't like like they have magic a little <laughs> agitated but i i wish i would have had magic say something to ian if that's the case you know but anyway it doesn't yeah. matter it doesn't matter magic
2: magic just tells <laughs> them what if some magic just slapped ian <laughs> <laughs> that'd be awesome i mean what the hell smack
1: um but this is is this the same scene where he does like where ian also says the line about you know what happened to saying please or something like that or when did yeah. please go out of fashion oh, something Or something like that I don't yeah know, something real like whatever to magic and i'm like just shut
2: the fuck up <laughs> you have you are leaking quantum information to an <laughs> evil company and haven't told anyone yet yes <laughs> Yeah. Uh. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah. At this point, Magic tells him to keep. Uh. Keep at it. Jen asks if anyone else is. Uh. Reeling from the Ben and Addison breakup, and Magic asks them to stay focused. Yeah. These folks are like all over the place. Like, Magic's like, we yeah. are in the L.A. riots. Why <laughs> like, can you focus, please?
2: Um. Uh, yeah. Also, Ian, couldn't you be more worried about your own relationship currently? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah weird. i thought that Not yeah i thought that well. whole
1: thing with ian and Jen, even though it was like i think two lines between the two of them about like uh asking about ben and addison's break i just thought like so out of place for this episode like i,
0: I just <laughs> yeah am like you guys because just being all because sometimes they are like oh yeah you know, <laughs> yeah sure like absolutely. they were last and episode but that. this was them being a little bit gossipy yeah. and yeah I was just like, come on, guys, like, you're more professional And, and you know,
1: Claire, to, to your point earlier where you said, like, I wish they were just, like, not as heavy-handed with stuff. If they weren't, mm-hmm. if they didn't make this episode as serious as it was, and I understand why they did it, but if they chose to not focus, like, literally being in the center of the riots, mm-hmm. like, somehow mm-hmm. being on the periphery, then maybe that would have been okay. Mm. But they didn't do that, and now they're making these characters seem like they don't give a fuck about what's ha- happening. Yeah, and it just yeah. really, really weird choice. Just yeah. Um, Ian finds a report that Jin tied Uh, from the or he died from the blunt force trauma right in front of the store. So, um, yikes. Uh, things. <laughs> So back at uh, like I, I guess well not back yet There are still at Project One to Leap things are getting bad in Koreatown Koreans are on rooftops with guns people are blowing up cars smashing windows oh oh this is actually sorry back at the in the Leap looting's going on Louisa and Ben find her
0: car burned um she is upset. Um, I thought that that was As soon as we saw that corner yeah. where the car is with like everything destroyed I was like oh it's the back lot I recognize <laughs> it
1: anywhere Yeah it's really
2: challenging mm-hmm. It's very
0: backlotty. lotty
2: <laughs> yeah. um, There's a Roman centurion walking around the background
0: yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's an astronaut Uh,
1: let's see. Uh, Magic arrives and tells them to get back to the store. He says, um, Ben is not just there to save Jin. Ben demands that they leave the store, but Magic says it's already too late, that there's no way out now. Um, which my anxiety was, like, through the fucking roof by this point. (laughs) Uh, He advises that the National Guard won't arrive until the next morning, and Jin wants to go on the roof to protect the store with a rifle. God, uh, Sonny takes the rifle, because even when he brings out the rifle, Ben is like, what the fuck did you get that? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Sonny takes a rifle and heads up to the roof, Ben and Louisa begin, uh, removing stock from the windows, and Magic gets a notification from headquarters that he needs to check out. Dude, not the time. (laughs)
0: Yeah. 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 Just say no. Yeah. Just saying. Uh, we're kind of in I the middle. I know magic's something. got a lot, of the magic boss. is. Yeah. I know magic finds this this leap tough. Yeah. Obviously, but at this point, he checks out for this, and I'm like, like, no, you can't do that. Like, they need help. Like Ben obviously needs help. Like. You don't. You didn't see like. Sorry to big up Addison. Yeah, sorry, yeah. but you didn't. You don't see Addison being like. Oh yeah. Sorry Ben. I just got to take a call while you're in space <laughs> and everything's going wrong, or you're I mean, being experimented on by I mean, the she, government she, she,
1: or she whatever. She did hang else. up on him and leave. Uh, in
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> she did. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, that's true.
2: Or they need to tag out. Like Jen yeah. goes in. Yeah, absolutely. Like Jen, mm-hmm. Jen comes. Jen comes in. It's like magic. You got to take care of this outside. Yeah. Um, yeah, because um, they yeah.
1: totally can have multiple people in leaps now we know from the show so yeah, like
2: just or, or
1: as holograms not as leapers but um yeah I thought it was very weird cause not that he's nonchalant about it but he's just like oh there's an emergency. Gotta go. <laughs> and it's
0: like, what? See you later. Because, you know, again, <laughs> it's like, wait, again, wait, wait, it's wait. like
1: the, the idea of the hologram is also like they can see things that you might not be able to see because they can kind of move around a little bit, you know, within reason. And it's just like, this is safety precautions. Like, you need to be there
0: like to <laughs> help out. Yeah. Um, and even if not to help out just for morale uh, seriously on, um yeah so
1: magic comes out of the imaging chamber he finds beth who says he forgot his lunch uh and magic says he doesn't recall packing lunch and she says that he he needs to come with her to his office Um, uh, magic becomes disturbed and snaps it in uh Giving the direct order to have Ziggy run a series of exit strategies to get Ben and the family out of town. I think. Oh, I think this is where Ian mm-hmm. says the line yeah. about word, whatever, what happened to the word Shut please? Up, Ian. Yeah, and I was just like, get the fuck over yourself. How about that? Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Um, Bigger picture. Yeah. Like I already was upset that that Beth showed up.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um because this really plays like this is about to be a fuck lunch yes. and I'm like wait and I was like wait they pulled him out of a leap to have fucking lunch sex what's happening Yeah. Is with, an year, l- or is, with an inappropriately 80 year old woman
0: <laughs> <laughs> is the word lunch like code for like something else
1: I don't know I, I mean, well, apparently. Possibly a <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Um.
1: So, in Magic's office, he comments to Beth that he thought she'd never set foot in a quantum leap again. Uh, Project quantum leap again. She says that after breakfast, she was cleaning up and found an empty bottle of blended scotch whiskey. Uh, Magic swears he found it in the pantry and poured it out. He says he was not, he has not started drinking again. And we discover that Magic became an alcoholic when they lost Ben. Um, yeah, because clearly they had not. I, I really thought I was losing it because I was like, did we know this about Magic? Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I swear, last season we saw Magic like drinking in his office. <laughs>
0: yeah and they were dr- he was drinking when they um they were around uh addison's house yeah exactly so housewives or this whatever. really
1: threw me off this storyline that they're introducing about magic being an alcoholic <laughs> i just am like yeah. what are we doing um yeah. She says she saw, she saw the toll it took on him, uh, on Al during, uh, sorry, on Magic when the project was closed and she didn't want a repeat of what she had to live through with Al when he lost Sam. So Beth says she will not watch that happen again and Magic swears he won't let that happen. So what do you guys think about introducing this storyline?
0: I I feel like there's a lot going on in this episode and we don't need this as well. Yeah. I feel like I mean, it's enough that Magic went through this horrific experience in Detroit. Um, you know, yeah. that, that means this leap is very personal to him, particularly as it's his first leap with him as a hologram. I feel like that's enough <laughs> I
2: I, I feel agree. Like 1000%. I feel like
0: throwing in an al- alcoholism story, that's a very strong spice, and you're throwing it into a very hot curry already, and it's not necessarily needed, is my opinion. Super spicy. Super spicy. Su- just like, just too much. Yeah. Yeah just too much you know like i i know because we're getting the revelation that he's with beth we're getting the revelation <laughs> yes. that we we think he's gonna be when he's like a hologram it's like oh it's magic he'll be cool as a cucumber and he's not so that's intriguing already and then we get the, the you know what i mean because of the obviously his experience in in being in this kind of situation that dwayne's in and then you get this revelation it's just like this is too much whoa 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 yeah. you know Well, I think... Yeah, just too much.
2: We're trying to give everybody a story about what the hell happened for them for the past three years. And so we've got, yeah, Addison uh, eventually, uh, you know, dealt with it and and, then met Tom. Uh, We got Mm. that that Ian, like, uh, got back together with Rachel and then (laughs) they made some weird chip deal with the devil. I don't know. Um... And I guess yeah. next episode we'll find out that you know how Jen was a high roller or whatever the fuck. And then we'll be caught up and then we'll have time to learn about Tom right before he makes the he decision does. to sacrifice himself <laughs> into No Nose's yeah. children's zone. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I just, just, just too much this episode. Too much. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and unnecessarily so. Like, yeah. Cause even with, with like alcohol use disorder, like what they could have absolutely done with this is that I think that, that him being triggered at the end was appropriate with everything he's Mm -hmm. gone through this episode and not being Mm -hmm. able to do it. And maybe like a throwaway line somewhere of like, because he comes out and tells everyone about it. Like, that, I think, would have been enough. Mm-hmm. We could have gotten the information that that he was struggling with alcohol use disorder, he got help, he's been sober for a year, whatever, whatever.
2: Like, mm-hmm. th- I also, the end part I, and, would have been fine. And, I mean, Tammy, you definitely know more about this than I would. <laughs> oh, uh, definitely, like, yeah. But, like... I, I feel like I would also like to have heard that, like, he, you know, he'd had a drinking problem maybe in the past before. Because I'm like, all the shit that Magic's been through, like, if this, like, triggers him becoming an an uncontrollable alcoholic in his 70s, like, yeah. I just, like, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, And I mean, like, not that Liz, not losing Ben is, like, not a big thing, you know? I get that. But, like, after all the shit he's been through, this is what, you know, did it?
0: Yeah. I was wondering if he ever mentioned... Like, you know when he's talking about when Sam leapt into here yeah. and all this? I was, like, thinking this episode, I was like, did he ever mention that he, like, went through a hard time and he was drinking then? And I was like, I don't think he did. But, like, that would be, you know, well, it, a good it, way of doing it, that he was struggling with it and, you know, you know what I mean? So there is a, a history, like like you said, Brad. Not that there has to be. It just felt like this came hmm. out of no... I don't know. It just... It felt very... That, yeah, I've, I've said how I felt yeah. about this episode. Anyway. So...
1: Uh, I really felt attacked watching this
0: episode on so
1: many levels. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I, yes, I, yeah, absolutely anyone can get, uh, start having an alcohol use disorder at any point in time in their life. Like that's you know, there's no age requirement, but I, I think it would have made more sense just from a character standpoint, if, maybe we found out even when he was drinking at the office in season Like, I thought that was weird that they just had mm. him drinking in his office, but mm. I'm like, whatever, like, this is a TV show, right? He must right? work at Downing Street. Like, <laughs> like, if they wanted to, like, reference that, and then that got worse as when when they yeah. lost Ben. Yeah. Like that makes sense to me, but they make it sound like he didn't start having any issues until Ben left and it went yeah. so terribly wrong that everyone had to quote unquote witness it. And I'm just like, that's a that makes it sound like he was passed out on the fucking floor of Project Quantum Le-. Like you know what I'm saying like yeah. I don't know what this means or what they're trying to say but like they make it sound like he was just sloppy drunk at all times mm-hmm. in the past year and i'm just like was he and then if that were the case then that he would have eventually been fine after dealing with grief versus them mm. making it seem like he had an alcohol use disorder which typically is not just like this one moment in time i mean it can't it can't yeah. I, i'm not saying it can't happen but the, the progressiveness of it it's makes a real more plot sense. It's convenience. It really is, mm. and I don't like it. And it was unnecessary to have Beth come in and, and say this. I think if we are going to do it, I think the end where he was triggered and goes to get the drink and there's yeah. nothing in there, and then him coming out and saying, Hey, guys, I... <laughs> Or Jen, I think, comes in and says something to him yeah. about it and asking if he's okay. Like that, <coughs> they could have just done that part of it, and that would like, have been like to appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. And this, but having Beth come in is wild to me. Like this is, yeah. <laughs> like, why are we doing this to poor Beth? <laughs> like, she I feel like had, they she put had her in. to like and put Ben Gay on her knees, slather those suckers up to get s- <laughs> to be able yeah. to walk out to the car yeah. to make it all the way to Project Quantum Leap.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's missing thought, her stories right now. She's
1: missing. She had to drive. <laughs> she had to drive. That's dangerous for everyone. <laughs> at oh. rage.
0: Like. <laughs> seriously there was a weird line i forgot to mention earlier which is when they're talking about the meal or something and then magic says to her oh it depends how long i'm going to be kept at like project quantum leap or something i was like she like why why didn't you just say work she knows where you work yeah. <laughs> this is probably how you met you know like i just found that really weird yeah. they will be like me going oh it depends, uh, you yeah, know, when we can podcast, what time I get back from Pullinger's art shop. You'd be like, we know where you work, Claire. Shout out to Pullinger's art shop, by the way. Like, it's just very weird. Right? There was just so many, like, uh, Brad, again, like... Brad, need to edit that like, out.
1: That, we're,
2: we're not trying to promote these.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's like so many moments in this episode where it's just like, well, that was...
2: Can't believe Claire's leaking assassination done. coordinates on the podcast.
0: Yep. Yep, that's it. Um, yeah. It is Guy Folk's Day.
1: It is Guy Fawkes Day, yeah. Um yeah, so it's just very bizarre. Um I don't like if we're gonna deal with the fact that, that Beth like finds that, I don't think that there's anything like, I wanna make sure this is clear. I don't think she handled anything in a manner that is not real life. I like I think that this is very realistic, the way where she put it in a mm-hmm. lunch thing. She came to his work. It's not the mm-hmm. guys, this is not the best way to handle communication with your loved one. But it's very realistic for her to come and be so upset that she came during lunch and also sharing, like, look, I went through it with you and I I had to go through it with Alan. I'm not doing this anymore. And I and I love that for her. And I love that she's setting boundaries and she's like, we're not I'm not doing this. Um, But so unnecessary for this episode. So absolutely unnecessary. Yeah. Um, and just giving people things to do in an episode that didn't need extra things to happen.
0: That's al- An episode that's already stuffed. Yeah. Like, um, so okay. overstuffed with stuff, you know what yeah. I mean? That's interesting stuff that could be... Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. Just, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's just too much. That's
1: that yeah, it's too much. Um so okay, we're back in the leap. Ben and Jin watch the events of the right uh on TV uh, unfold and they prepare for the worst. Magic arrives again and says Ziggy doesn't have an exit strategy where Jin doesn't end up dead. So that's not cool. Uh Dwayne begins to beat on the door from the outside. This is the saddest fucking scene. Um because yeah. Sunny uh, Sunny begs Jin to let him in and he refuses, and so Dwayne has run off as Magic tells Ben that if the cops catch him there is a 100% chance he won't survive and I don't think Magic needed Ziggy to tell him that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ziggy also says that there is an 84% chance that Jin will be safe for a couple of hours if Ben leaves to find uh, Dwayne and Sunny tells Jin that he uh, should have let Dwayne inside and of course Jin is just like no he's no good criminal blah, blah blah Louisa asks if Jin believes that because he's black I love. They have Louisa there to just call him the fuck out.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunny mm-hmm. says
1: uh, Dwayne is in business. That's his business partner. I am with you, Brad. I do not understand how this business
0: works. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Brad, you you're you're a businessman. No, I'm not it's Like, is he? Like, Brad, why are you
1: a businessman? Why did you years. invite me to
0: be in your business? <laughs>
2: Brad, you're running I your hate- secret <laughs> business on the side. If I if I Brad, am, it's not doing well. <laughs> yeah.
0: Brad, I know that you had a business, a Muppet-related business back in the day. So I'm I did. saying you're a business man. I did,
2: I, yeah. I did pretty good business on that. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I still haven't sent you guys a, an invoice just on the fucking uh, website fees that I paid like two months ago. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm not a good businessman. No. I'm not a good <laughs> businessman, clearly. No. Oh, um, alright, so, um, yeah, but this is, it doesn't make any sense. No sense. No, they're going to start a sneaker company. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, ugh, sorry. <laughs> What's the money for? I just choked what? on my drink. <laughs> and so, and so what are their jobs again? Like, okay. One of them is uh, the I don't design- know what
0: Dwayne is. Sunny tells yeah. them. One, one wants designing- to design them. Yeah, so. Du- and one's going to sell them. Yeah, so, so yeah.
1: yeah, Sunny tells them that he and Dwayne are working on a custom a custom shoe line um, because Mm -hmm. the mom and pops are like gins are going under
2: and yeah, I, I'm not sure what Dwayne's gonna design the shoes I and know. then Sonny's gonna sell the shoes. Like to like, who? <laughs> who are you selling these and shoes to? You're leaving out a whole like making shoes, <laughs> getting the shoes, the logistics <laughs> of shoes. Like
0: I Where did the money come from that they have? What don't is that the nice money stuff?
2: for?
1: What's what is are it they for doing really expensive money? art supplies for Dwayne? Like what is happening? <laughs>
2: I yeah, just... Dwayne's designing shoes. Here's here's a box full of money, for your, <laughs> so that you can design the shoe. What are you saying? <laughs> are
1: you? Yeah, they they really they over explained magic having some alcohol use disorder and under explained yep.
2: this <laughs> this well, yeah. because i think <laughs> what they what they want they want you to believe they want you to to think mm-hmm. uh, i i bet uh, i bet i bet he's doing in a drug deal that's what they yeah. want Yeah, they want to make yeah. it seem of course. like oh of yeah course. this is a young black uh, a hoodlum he's he's uh, getting uh, Sonny involved in the drug trade and it's like they, they the, the show wants you to have racist yeah. I- implications, yeah. which, hey, show, you're talking about the fucking, like, <laughs> L.A. riots. like, you don't, like...
1: You're doing you know, too yeah. much this <laughs> episode.
2: <laughs> we don't need you to ass- to try to trick... An audience in 2023 to be racist on an American TV show. Guess what? Like, shit's still Mm. wildly racist. We don't need you to try to trick us into to thinking something that that's racist
1: yeah also i okay so even like i'm sorry i just watch a lot of tv so even if they were trying to trick me into feeling like oh i thought i thought for a minute a racist thought shame on me like no i just watch a lot of tv and that's unfortunately the way the writers write shit so i wouldn't think it's Mm -hmm. because oh you
2: saw young people in the in their 20s with a box full of random (laughs) wads of money and thought in mightn't be involved with drug trade? <laughs> yeah, because that's what TV shows What else tell would you <laughs> think? What else would you think? Oh, I bet these kids are forming their own shoe company. Because <laughs> that's what them, you do. <laughs> yeah, because that makes no
0: sense. He's sending, he's giving him all this money I'm, and then he's going to go to Michael's and buy loads of like Angelus leather paint.
1: Yeah, and I'm, that's how I'm sorry, you know, they tell us at the end of the episode that they do end up being famous shoe people and I still don't Leave him. I'm like, nah, that's not what they no. were doing with a box of money. <laughs> like, that doesn't make any <laughs> no. sense.
2: Where did the money come from? Where did the money go? Where did
1: the money come from? Where did the money go? <laughs> Why was Cotton it eye random, random? Something something caught
2: Joe.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. Uh Sunny says he's not turning his back on the family. He's looking to the future for all of them. And Jen Jin tells Sunny that um if he doesn't want to work at the store. Uh, at least, uh, Daniel will. <laughs> and Sonny's like, like, uh... No, not in three months he won't be. Nope. And Ben tells Jin that Daniel, uh, has enlisted in the, uh, Marines, but they have to go save Dwayne, and we'll be back soon. Bye! Bye! <laughs> laters uh ben and sunny run down the street in the alleyway to find Dwayne. ben agrees that the shoe idea is a good idea he also advises sunny no not this way (laughs) not this is a terrible idea he also advises sunny that uh jin just wants to take care of his family and um,
0: is now faced with losing them with all, you know and everybody. Like what I don't get sorry sure. Tammy is like they're so like oh we're gonna do shoes and all this kind of thing like I don't think they even have like a prototype right? It's not like they've got a prototype no, because... and they've sent it to someone they've got a contract or anything like. Well, I wanna see I, I just wanna see that
1: Dwayne does drawings of shoes. <laughs>
2: That's what I want mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean right now Aww. they got a box box full of random dollar bills and <laughs> yes. a head full yep. of dreams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you need Brad.
0: Yep. This is America, don't you know? Oh, God. Mm. Uh, if I can make it there, I can make it anywhere. Uh, I don't even know.
1: Magic found Dwayne and tells Ben where to find him, and Dwayne gets uh, cornered in an alley with no exit. Oh, this was horrible. It, right, uh, I didn't like no, this. No, I didn't like it either. And um, yeah. Ben yeah. and Sunny uh, help him hide. I really was like, if they shoot this character and Magic is there to, like, the whole thing. I'm just like, this is this yeah. is bad. This is bad. Why are we doing this?
3: Yeah. Um,
1: the police go by and take Dwayne back to the store. Um, yeah, they're constantly. The police are constantly getting called back. <laughs> Like, in this episode, they're constantly being called somewhere else. Um Yeah. Sunny tells them to go ahead because he's gonna steal all the supplies he can find. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's going to the store because they don't have anything and they think that they're gonna be stuck in this, uh, in the shoe shop for days. Magic gets a look on his face and tells Ben. Oh, there's a
2: great, there's a great joke where uh, uh, Dwayne's oh, like, "Oh, so God, you're yeah. gonna be the one." See- oh yeah. See the implication being that the black guy would be the one that would be looting and stealing things. Yep. If you didn't know, mm. if you didn't, if you didn't immediately understand the joke, because oh, the, the, writers joke be oh. <laughs> the writers want you to be racist. The writers want you to be racist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Magic,
1: Ernie Hudson does an amazing job in this scene of looking the most stressed I've ever seen him on this show. So good. Yeah, Um, Yeah, it's great. Watching this whole thing go down with Dwayne. Uh, Magic just is freaked out and tells Ben he can't do this and he fades out. (laughs) He hangs up on Ben. Mm. Yeah, (laughs) the hang ups on this show (laughs) I mean when Ben can just walk into a leap and walk out of a conversation amazing but everyone else just like fading out being like bye (laughs) it's like like, I don't think you guys need to be doing this to each other There's got to be some <laughs> etiquette around this. Um no. So back at Project Quantum Leap, Magic goes to the office and, uh, and Ian and Jen comment that the last time uh, they saw him like this, he was drinking. Uh Jen tells Magic that whatever is triggering him, they can talk about it or stand there in silence. Uh, Magic talks to her about the long, hot summer and the race rights of 1967. And Magic says that he was injured in one of the riots. He says four cops stopped him and his buddies and pulled them from the car and put their boots on their neck. This is the most horrific story. Um, And beat them with batons, leaving them in the street like trash. He says um, seeing the fear in Dwayne's face look back Uh, took him back to that moment and Jen holds his hand and tells him that he can take a break from the leap and Magic says he intends to keep his promise to Ben to keep him safe I think Jen should have taken over the leap I I don't I, I don't like this martyrdom that these characters have at all mm-hmm it's it's not healthy um they need some like I don't know workshops in self-care or something like this is <laughs> not good uh, they all need to learn boundaries and about taking care of their mental health because this is not what it looks like yeah. Um, And the fact that Jen, like, offers it up right away, too, I I love that. Um, Yeah. But
0: he's not going to take it. I don't know why she wasn't doing it in the first place. I don't,
1: well, now, when they initially, when Magic leaped in, it's not like they knew at that point in time that he was walking into the L.A. riots.
0: No, but he's, like, the boss. Yeah. Wouldn't it make more sense for someone who's done it before and is not the boss, the boss who has to oversee everything to do it? So, like, you need Ian there, obviously, to run the computers (laughs) and stuff so wouldn't it make more sense for it yeah, to be Yeah, because the second Ian Who's walks done away
1: like, Ziggy like, freaks out, so yeah yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, like... I think Jen is the most obvious choice to be the hologram because her job is mm-hmm. security and yeah. she's not doing too great in that area um, so she might as well be a hologram but, yeah. uh I don't mind, because they can, like, come in and out as a hologram, so it's not like Hopefully, he doesn't have to be there 24-7 to watch everyone do their job. Um, but I think once he realized... Once he was in the leap, and then Beth comes and sees him, like, that should have been the point where he's like, Yeah, this yeah. is not the time for me. Yeah. And then Bruno. after... Colin Maduka. Call him Maduka.
0: Oh, Maduka! He would have
1: brought in his little, like, miniatures. I've <laughs> been like, yeah. let's... You oh, would have made te- a little it's miniature a of,
0: like... He would have made a little miniature of, like, the area around the store
2: and, like, said this is the best way out. Yeah. The thing is, it's a team and everyone else is monitoring it, so they just, they need the person that's interfacing with him. And, like, Mm. I, you know, yes, they need to have a relationship with him so that they can talk, sure. But, like, I, like, it's not there is, at least in this leap in particular, there is no specific knowledge set that one person has over another that would yeah. be beneficial. It, there's only, like, you know, pitfalls and problems. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I just...
2: It's, yeah, someone just needed to, like,
1: watch Ben's back, really, in this leap. And that was it. There wasn't any mm. special skill set they needed. Um. Mm. Alright. And I don't mind that... I again, I, I don't mind that magic jumped in at first, I think, especially I think he should have come out of there earlier and said, yeah, someone Mm -hmm. needs to go into the sleep instead of me. And especially after this Dwayne situation. Yeah, he should not have gone back in there. Uh, So back in the Legion tells uh, Louisa and Ben that he never should have let his boys leave as uh, they wait for Sunny to return. Claire, early in, did you Mm -hmm. already know? We've already got the big gun. We've got Sunny gone. We've got to. Did you already know? <laughs> oh, yeah. going to Shoot something.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah, I was, so- was like, it's gonna be one of the sons. Yeah, like, like someone's gonna die, or if it's not the dad, it's one of the sons. Yeah, it's like the most. Because obvious. we just so happen to have a nurse or a doctor. Here. Yeah. So of course it is. Um. So he says that Dwayne is. I mean, when he, when he got the gun out, I was like, oh hey, check out the gun. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he t- he says that Dwayne is not welcome in the store, and Ben snaps back saying. That if Jin keeps pushing everyone he loves away, Jin will destroy their family. Um, (laughs) This is when Ben is speaking in Korean, and Jin is like, "When
0: did you learn Korean?" (laughs) I love that. It's so funny. Um,
1: It was. I feel like out of everything in this episode, I'm like, this was the most appropriate time to put in a joke. That was. Yeah. It was so needed. Um, Yeah. So just then, looters break into the store. Also, transcript put a exclamation point at the end of that. Just then, That's looters amazing. break into the store!
0: <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you mean uh, in the LA, right? People broke into stores? Oh my god! <laughs>
1: uh, so they run into the stock room oh. and try to lock themselves in. Um, yeah, and I was like, oh my god, this seems like the worst thing to do, but sure. Uh, Dwayne, Jin, Ben, and Louisa hold the door and the looters, uh, move on. And the store has been ransacked and emptied of Seriously, everything. God. It was like the yeah. fastest looting ever. This
3: really
0: was the fastest looting. Yeah.
1: Um, Jin is uh, just the saddest. <laughs> and mm. they start cleaning up. Uh, Magic comes back and he
0: said that uh, he promises. I mean, at it. least we find out later that the, the, the shop was like super insured. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, that's. But, but that's... Obviously, you would be really sad seeing it, but it's everyone's OK. OK so the shop's insured
1: not unpopular for our podcast and and me you and and brad but unpopular Mm. opinion typically is who the fuck cares about stores and things Mm -hmm. because they are all insured and if you don't have insurance i don't actually think you can open a business without it and yeah exactly what the fuck ever like i'm more concerned about people dying like that exactly
0: it's just you know which is why i mean I've, i've now mentioned where i work so so don't come and try this, listeners. But um <laughs> we will always put the the welfare of the staff of course. as of course. one of the managers there over any goods. Yeah. You just have to. Yeah. Um you know?
1: and yeah, it's I mean, it's disappointing. This is a family owned business. You walk out, things are gone. But at the end mm. of the day, those things can be replaced.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um all right, so they start cleaning up magic You're gonna have loads of new stock soon anyway, Jin, Yeah. <laughs> Your son's going to make all these sneakers. Dwayne's going to paint pictures of sneakers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) With the very fancy paints that Mm. Sonny has been paying a lot of money for. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So Magic returns, and he and Ben promise that if they need um, anyone to talk to, that they're there for each other. Uh, Magic tells Ben that he is an alcoholic. This is not the time. I I love the show, but again, like the storyline just out of fucking nowhere um yeah. he tells ben that uh the team knows and it started when the project was shut down he tells ben that beth got him out of the darkness and that it has been 353 days uh since his last drink but every day since has been a battle ben tells magic you didn't you didn't lose me magic I made a choice to leap, and the consequences of that are my burden to bear and not yours. And as for what you're living with, you're an admiral and a decorative seal, and uh, if there's a battle to be fought, I know you will win it.
0: Um, And a toy boy. Yeah, this is a... Uh, <laughs> this is...
1: Uh,
0: so,
1: uh, just un- so unnecessary, the whole fucking storyline. And... So we make it. They also do it where it's like three hundred and fifty-three days, so not quite a year. It's like, all right, and that yeah. Beth is the one that saved him. I'm like, do we have to make it up? Like, I personally again feel attacked for this from this episode. Where's Janice? And I just am like, this is the most like. The way to handle, like, any kind of substance use disorder, like, Mm -hmm. they're just handling it like any other TV show, and it's not realistic, and it's not helpful, and it just sounds like Magic has been white-knuckling it and not actually in recovery, and he's just been sober this whole time, but not really in recovery. So it's clearly not dealing with anything. Like, it's just... Not dealing with the root cause. Yeah, It's just like, God, then uh, no wonder everyone thinks that you're just being triggered and you're gonna go drink, because, like, you're not dealing with shit. Yeah. Um, and I don't feel like magic would have dealt with it this way. <laughs> mm. You guys have already built these characters a certain way, and now you guys are just trashing them in this episode. <laughs> exactly. Um, I like that Ian finds Addison, like, working out. Because <laughs> I like to think yeah. that that's how she handles stress.
0: She just goes and works out. Yeah. She's a gym She's bro. She's working out. <laughs> She's just like, yeah, I'm a badass. <laughs> it's like... <laughs>
1: Hi. Um, so they tell Addison that they're worried about magic um. And Ian tells her that they think it's um, their own fault. Everything that's happened to Ben, to magic, it all happened because my future self dropped this nuclear bomb that's left the team in an emotional wasteland and we're slowly being poisoned by the radioactive fallout. Get out of here, Ian. Calm
0: down, Ian. Also, you're leaking secrets to... Thank you! <laughs> ...probably probably evil Hannah or Madison or something.
1: Honestly, like all of that is nothing compared to like what you're
0: doing right now and not telling anyone Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ian, you're really letting me down this season
1: God, it's not good
0: Like, Don't you feel? It's just like
1: I don't know what the evil name for Ian would be, but Oh, I don't know. Um, Addison says... that uh, Evil Ian. <laughs> ev- just evil Ian. Uh, just evil Ian. Addison says they've moved past uh, what was and focused on what's next, which is figuring out how to get Ben home. I can't believe that they're still trying to think about that. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I, yeah. Uh,
1: you know, not that I would give up hope, but also, like, is that there? Like, just keep that guy alive.
0: Addison doesn't care now. Addison's like, have you seen Tom? I mean,
1: yeah. Hello. Um, Jen calls Ian back because Ziggy's freaking out.
0: (laughs) Ziggy is, there's like little freak out things on Ziggy. It was, I was like, whoa. Yeah. I don't so
1: do you think that this is something to do with the chip i assume or is it like yeah i think yeah. so yeah um also random other person working in the gym working out in the gym has to listen to this conversation between these two weirdos
0: yeah doesn't react at nope. all just like nope, you this,
1: yeah. well that poor poor girl's probably like this is so awkward what <laughs> i this is a top secret project why are they just
0: openly talking about it in the gym
1: where yeah. it probably echoes and carries
0: we did we did see one of the background people from last week in the background this nice, week. nice nice so they kept the same extra it was I only noticed because um it was the the one who's a wheelchair user oh awesome and i was like oh you were in it last yeah. week so i didn't i can't remember any of the but that stuck in my brain so i was like oh yeah and they were just in the background so i was like oh, that's good that they brought the same yeah. extras in you know
1: that's- yeah um Ian says that when Ben changed history by bringing Dwayne back to the store everything changed and Ziggy says now someone is else is gonna die um because Ziggy likes to bring doom and gloom um Mm -hmm. but that's Ian's explanation for why Ziggy's freaking out and I'm like that's you think that's the explanation Ian Yeah. Uh, come on now.
0: Ian <sighs> Like
1: are you also just like they're they're making you like stupid this episode. I don't understand it. I don't
0: know. This season. Yeah. I
1: think. Uh unfortunately. Don't wanna say yeah, it. But... It's not good. They're not doing a lot of good hmm. things for their character. Uh hmm. Dwayne tries to com- um oh, we're back in the leap. Dwayne tries to confront uh comfort Jin by saying that at least they survived. They just got they just lost some stuff. Um Jin gets angry. I mean it is kind of like nobody wants to hear silver lining guy talk <laughs> when you're going through not, a tragedy you're not right then. yeah exactly yeah so right. I, too, too I soon, am with Jin on this like get the fuck out of here Dwayne Yeah. <laughs> Dwayne says at, at least he still has his boys and again sir <laughs> please stop Jin calls him a <laughs> punk kid who doesn't know anything and Dwayne tells uh, Jin I know shoes yeah I know how to draw shoe designs. Uh, He (laughs) he always has a target on his back with police thinking he's a thief or a thug. He is about to graduate top five in his class, has scholarship offers from three Ivy League schools, but all Jin sees is a poor, angry black kid. Jin picks up the rifle and points it at Dwayne.
0: That is wild when he does (laughs) it. I was very shocked. Again, I think... Too too much with this thing. Like yeah. when he goes off like I'm I'm a I'm the best student ever and I've got this and I've got yeah. that and I'm <laughs> super smart and I've got you don't need to be that. You can just be <laughs> like, I'm just join you know me. Mean? Yeah. You I, don't need I to be like well obviously because
1: I'm a human. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have
0: value yeah, exactly. It's like I it's, you don't have value because of that, you have value because you're a human being. Yeah. So again, lighter touch, please show. Again, this is all the stuff that kind of just yeah. just made me not like this episode as much. Yeah. I mean Look,
1: we had episode one where we had a life and death situation nine times in that episode and it wasn't as (laughs) heavy-handed as this episode. <laughs> exactly. i will never forget that counting of that, so all right so, um that was a wild ride it really was uh yeah and then this is what i was like oh are they gonna have Jin uh shoot ben because ben of course steps in and is like um they have more in common than they know and Jin hears someone entering the store and yells they're coming back and i was like oh no not sunny um <laughs> and he fires at the figure, and of course it's sunny. Um, um, uh, Jen cries holding a son. you exclam- know it's sunny i mean yeah, you know it's gonna course, be sunny anyway yeah. but as soon as you see the groceries yeah. you're like
0: they're coming back the writers and they brought groceries <laughs> They bought supplies.
1: <laughs> uh, Jin cries and starts saying, "What have I done?" Um, Louisa has dealt with gunshot wounds before, of course, and says, <laughs> "Convenient." Yep. And says that yep. they need to get to the hospital. Uh, Magic says there is a ninety-three percent chance Dwayne will die if he doesn't get medical attention. Well, I'm sure they mean Sunny. Sunny will die if he doesn't get medical attention. Um, but the transcript writers put Dwayne. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Excuse you. Okay. Uh, they take mm-hmm. they take him um, to an ambulance up the block and find the keys. Convenient. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to write into IMDb about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Police see Dwayne with them and order him on the ground as they think he is stealing the ambulance. I mean, technically he is. So, yeah. I mean, I guess I'm not wrong, but... <laughs> Uh, Dwayne says he's just trying to save his friend and Jin of course steps in between the police and Dwayne and tells them that Dwayne has done nothing wrong so leave him alone and this show wants me to believe that the police care about an <laughs> like, Asian man <laughs> so exactly <laughs>
0: I was like, look, show sure. you want to make it realistic that they'd listen? At least get a white guy. Thank you. Look, get a straight cis white guy, please. Yeah,
1: like, make Louisa a straight white dude, or a blonde lady, Yeah, and then put <laughs> yeah. put them in front. That makes more sense. Exactly. Um, <laughs> he begs them to, oh, if they had made a a blonde white lady, like Louisa was a blonde oh. white lady, and she starts crying and screaming at the cops, that would have been brilliant. Okay. Oh, that would have been um, great.
0: She just Karens out.
1: <laughs> (laughs) So Jin begs them to go and do their job and let them save their son, his son, and the police leave on another call. This is, like, literally, out of everything in this episode, the most unbelievable thing that happens. And then Mm -hmm. (laughs) Dwayne thanks Jin. Jin tells him that he can thank him by driving as fast as he can to save Sunny. Um, On their way to the hospital, Magic advises that Sunny survives and that he and Dwayne go on to build a custom shoe empire, whatever the fuck that means. and Jin, <laughs> Jin uses the store insurance money to become the first investor as for Daniel, after the Marines he goes on to business school and becomes the company's first CFO Ben tells Jin that Sunny is going to be okay and he begins to leap he looks back and Magic said we all are so, question that Josie had while we yes. watched this was what happens to Louisa? Does she ever get back to her kids? <laughs>
0: No, those kids are dead. <laughs> they
1: went the way of no
0: notes kids. <laughs> so, so, sorry, Josie. I <laughs> just have to tell you to it straight.
1: Yeah, we hear nothing about Louisa. Who has, who's the no. true hero of this episode by
0: being there Seriously. to say Sonny? <laughs> and also just being yeah. snarky and Absolutely.
1: Awesome. love her. Yeah. Um... At Project Quantum Leap, uh, Magic comes out of the imaging chamber. The team checks on Magic. He says that he'll be okay and makes a phone call to Bath asking her to um, take a rain check on dinner and instead accompany him to... Um... Well, the transcript says an AA meeting, which he doesn't actually say. He doesn't say an no, AA meeting.
0: He, he says he a meeting. He just says a meeting, which I appreciated. Like, what if it turned out it was a DD meeting? Oh, I love it. And he's like, I'm a I'm a barbarian um, elf. <laughs> yeah,
1: I I actually really like that the writers just said meeting.
0: Yeah. Um, I like to think it was a small. Yeah, meeting. exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, he says he could really use her support. Um, but the transcript writers determined that it was an AA meeting that he went to. So <laughs> I guess I'm like, well, all right, transcript writers, that's not what Fair he said. Fair enough. Yeah.
0: Um, also, there's a load of fireworks There
1: absolutely there, so. is.
0: So- Listeners, I am not in the L.A. <laughs> this. You just need a little more atmosphere for this outside. Yeah, there is fireworks going on outside my window. I can see them. It's very loud. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so when Ben leaps into the next episode, it says Ben leaps in and finds himself faced with a man named Lawrence Fishburne. No, I'm just playing. Yeah
0: because first of all when he was like saying lawrence lawrence i was like how does ben know his name oh my god yeah like whatever and then i rewound it and it's like the guy goes it's me lawrence (laughs) and i was like oh okay that explains
1: it uh lawrence is bleeding he says someone followed him and thought he had the formula i love that he had the formula ben calls out for help lawrence calls him henry and says that it's real you have to find it before they can Everlasting gobstopper yeah. in the alley back there. Um, <laughs> Quick, you've got to get it and give it to Slip. Like that's what that alleyway reminded me. Of. <laughs> um, as he appears to die in Ben's arm, Ben yells out his name, and we fade to black. That is like the most extra ending, by the way. Ben, you don't know this yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> but you cr- you hold him and cradle his dead body like you do. <laughs>
0: it's, yeah, very yeah. Um, intense. So oh, let's see. Um oh i've just wow i've just read uh, well you'll tell episode. me in a
1: moment you'll tell me in a moment I will. <laughs> um all right so best dress worst dress um i liked magic's outfit i did i liked his cat i liked cool. his casual like this is my leap outfit that's what i thought of. yeah <laughs>
0: like this is my yeah this is me as a hologram outfit <laughs> I liked Addison's evil outfit. Yeah. It's obviously cuz she's evil. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to see her in something else it wasn't that tan leather jacket and her hair. Down. Yeah,
1: I thought like I really liked her top especially. Um Jen mm. looked good too. Um I will have to say I think wears dresses is Yes because uh, they didn't even like yeah, i, I said it. like even the 90s clothes that they put on on the elite folks like wasn't over the top anything like no one was wearing something crazy and i was like oh well that's kind of whatever um so let's just because it's been a rough episode for magic let's give yes. magic uh best dress and <laughs> we'll give yes Ian, he deserves uh, it we're he shook. always looks good as yeah well, like. absolutely so yeah. <laughs> who who won and who lost oh <laughs> i God. mean i guess Jin and his family and dwayne won because they're like
0: yeah they're gonna be shoo sh- sh- really in it shoo <laughs> sh- sh- will y- in there. yeah um yeah they're gonna
1: head up the sneakerhead culture um yep. who lost Louisa, we don't know. She made it home to her kids. <laughs> her gone. kids are gone.
0: <laughs> no. Um i mean ian lost a, a bit of my respect uh, yeah i'm um, gonna say
1: ian lost because the writers really fucked him over yeah <laughs> really fucked them over this episode yeah um, agreed so i'm gonna say yeah. ian lost and jinn and family won yeah. um okay claire tell me Hello. what is happening because you Ooh. clearly want me to
0: know <laughs> well <laughs> i just thought i'd say weirdly we have a description for next episode which it says wednesday november the 15th so fingers crossed um we don't have a an, an description of the episode after that but then we have one for the one after that very weird oh what on imdb so I'm not sure what's on. no no this oh, is, the no thing. there's no description on imdb oh, on, yeah. place. on Al's on so, place
1: too like they say something weird so like Yeah, it's like, okay, so next episode is, yeah, November 15th, and the kind of magic, Mm. they also just put Wednesday 22nd or the 29th, so they actually don't know, which is weird because Al's Place tends to somehow know everything,
0: so... Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird, but... And there's no info about that one either, there's no link, so I don't know. So the next episode is Secret History at Princeton University. I was saying oh (laughs) (laughs) At Princeton University in 1955, Men bet Men Ben must find a formula hidden by Albert Einstein! That holds the key to nuclear energy before the Nazis oh, get it. God. He's surprised to run into a familiar face on campus. Oh, okay. Now. 1950s. I think winky wink wink. Yep. This is gonna be Hannah.
1: Yeah, so if so if your idea of it being a trilogy, then that mm. would be the last three episodes.
0: But I mean, I don't know if it's gonna be a concurrent trilogy oh, okay. or if it's like Because the next, I don't know, Um, uh, consecutive trilogy, that's what I meant to say, Um, because the episode after that is called A Kind of Magic, so obviously it's going to be quite magic heavy, Mm -hmm. and I don't see how she would feature in an episode like that. So I think we're just going to have, I don't know, I would like it to be, I think there's just going to be at least three episodes where he jumps into this woman's life at different points. And I feel I'm gonna predict that she's the she's uh, Rachel's boss, even though she's a thousand. But who cares? So uh, <gasps> that would
1: make so much sense.
0: So's um, Beth.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, she's the same age as Beth. <laughs> her and Beth are actually friends. Yeah.
1: No, we just find out yep. that her and Beth uh, are besties. They knit in their mm-hmm. free time together. <laughs> yep, <laughs> which is all the time because they're both retired. Um yep. yeah. Uh, yeah, that should be interesting. I think mm. um, this whole—I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm interested. 1955 and Nazis. I'm like, if
0: I ever hear secret history, I always think of the book by Donna Tart. If you've ever read that book, very good book. Mm-mm. Um, so I always think there's going to be some kind of like—I don't know, like like students because it's at Princeton. I feel like there's going to be some kind of like. Um, like, Bacchus-inspired frenzy orgy and murder, but I don't think that's going to happen. I will predict that's not going to happen, but who knows? Yeah,
1: and I'm trying to figure out, because it says uh, it's a key to nuclear energy, so this would have been after, after, like, you know, a nuclear explosion has already gone off, because that would have been in the 40s, so... After Oppenheimer, goddamn Oppenheimer. Um, oh. did not end up seeing that but not, movie. But
0: before Barbenheimer. Oh god.
1: Um, only in the year of the Barbie movie would somebody say that. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> so uh, I am happy to leap out of nineteen ninety two. Yes. And I appreciate you uh, taking this this opportunity to talk with me about this episode, Claire, because it was a rough one.
0: And You're welcome. I, it was a rough one. You did very thank well. I'm very proud of you. Uh, yeah.
1: Did not, did not in a million years think it was going to have, be as, uh, Im- impactful? No. Not impactful. Irritating? Yes. A little bit. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I, I didn't think it was going to affect me uh, as much as it did because I mean, yeah. they're just shit about riots. All I mean, TV shows write about it. It's not a. Well, but this uh, one, uh, it's
0: my news over here as emotional. well is talking about riots every day, even though they're peaceful protests, but they're calling them hate riots. Yeah, so. of course, of
1: course. <sighs> yep, you know that's that. the way it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, with that, is there anything else you have for this episode, Claire?
0: <sighs> oh. Maybe. No. I'm looking forward to seeing Hannah in the next one. I'm intrigued. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I don't know where this... I, I don't know. I don't know well, where the season's going. I, Tom is definitely going to die. He's going to die. Tom has to die. He's going to get shot by old lady Hannah when she's like <laughs> 106 or however she old she is. She needs both
1: hands to hold up a little tiny gun. <laughs>
0: she's yeah. just, she's actually trying to shoot something yeah. else but she's shaking so hard she accidentally <laughs> shoots Tom. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I don't know like cuz technically we have, you know, we have a three episodes left mm-hmm. takes through December 6th. In theory, if we didn't have, you know, uh people out right now of the the writer strike happening. At, well, no, sorry. The writer strike is done, but the actor strike sag um mm-hmm. happening right now. I would normally say like, "Oh, we'll be back sometime." Maybe mid January, mm-hmm. but now I'm just like who the fuck knows. I'm just hoping. Yeah, we just don't know. Guys. Yeah, I'm just hoping that the show does continue because I would think that they had already started writing a lot of the other episodes. Yeah, they would have had
0: to. Yeah, with this show, I feel like they would have had to have done a season outline and they're yeah getting down to the details. You know, yeah, exactly. They would have had to. And so
1: and and with the writers, you know, not on strike anymore, they probably continued and. I would think already have everything else done, and Mm. just kind of hoping that, you know, the actors are able to make a deal um, that is fair and equitable to them and then get back on it because I need the show to stay on
0: <laughs> and I will say if anyone needs cheering up after this just go and watch at the um, recent event for the um, for SAG I think it was where Jack Black sings strips off and sings Taylor Swift it's adorable
1: I mean unless you're bride couples then don't do that
0: <laughs> no but he's not here so oh yeah say. yeah
1: absolutely absolutely
0: yeah all right, what? well then. Brad will not be watching No, that. No. <laughs> and if you want
1: to see someone in a rage, have him watch Jack Black. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, with that,
0: we are out. Bye. Bye. Bye, lovely EPs. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via mail at cowfashioncast.com send us all your feedback. You can find us on Twitter at cowfashioncast and you can find us on Facebook under Fashion Fashioncast.
2: You can find me on the Ramjack podcast and on Twitter and Instagram at B-R-A-D-C-U-P-P-L-E-S.
0: You can find me on the Defenders podcast and Twitter and Etsy at Maya Fire.
1: You can also find me on the Defenders podcast and find me on Twitter at Tammy Yip and Instagram at Tammy Yipster.